where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. We're here live today taking your calls and answering your questions. It is Saturday, December 16th. Pick up the phone and call me. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. December 16th. What does that mean? The last weekend on paper logs for most people. There's still a few exceptions. The uh, 99 and older exemption is still holding, although I would be really careful about betting on that one. You know, originally when I heard the 99 and older exemption, I just thought, well, it has to do with the ECM and how much information we can get out of it. That was the only logical thing that made sense. But now that we see what the ELD is all about, I have no idea why there is an exemption for 99 and older trucks. We could put an ELD on a mechanical engine. The only requirement basically is GPS, and that could be built right into the the ELD, just like a phone that has an ELD. The GPS is already there. We don't need to be tied into the ECM. So I I wouldn't be surprised as we move forward. um, They may just ignore the 99s and forget about them. I think a lot of it will, will depend. If you start seeing a lot of log violations on 99 and older trucks, And here's the thing. Most law enforcement is probably not going to bother with hours of service much anymore because it's electronic. And again, I'm not saying you can't cheat. There aren't going to be mistakes, but they are going to be cut drastically down. The average person is not going to cheat on their ELD and almost everybody cheated on their logbook, really. And I'm not talking big cheats. I'm not talking, you know, driving for 20 hours straight and carrying two and three logbooks. I'm just talking about the stuff we all know we did every day. We didn't log all of our on-duty time. That, that was one of the big ones. There are still some ways, you know, you're not going to have to log some of that. But I think the, the days of law enforcement pulling you in almost knowing they could get a logbook violation if they wanted to look. I think those days are over, unless you're exempt. If they're looking for something, I think they're going to target the people who aren't on ELDs, and I think that violation rate is going to go way up in that group. And when it does, you may see a push to get rid of that exemption, or you may not. It's really hard to say what's going to happen here. The, uh, there are a couple other little exemptions, agriculture, some things like that. Nothing major. The vast majority of trucks on Monday, it's a whole new world. You know, we, we've been working up to this all year. We've had some of the big fleets have been on ELDs for a while, but big fleets are a very, very small percentage of the trucking industry. 
we see them. They're very visual. That That's why, you know, many people think the biggest trucking companies have the worst safety records. That's absolutely false. They don't. Now, some of them have a pretty abysmal safety record, but they hire a lot of students, so that's logical. Some of the bigger carriers that I hear drivers say, oh, they're always in the ditch, that's because they have a lot more trucks on the road. You know, if you go look at the numbers and the numbers are available, I've posted them many, many times, you can find out exactly how many times a fleet crashes per so many miles. And that's, that is the correct way to compare companies and their safety records. The more miles you put on the road, the more likely you are to be in a crash. doesn't even have to be your fault. You're just a bigger target, obviously. So the, the big carriers, even though we think they move all the freight and they dominate the market, uh, that's not so. Uh, it's just not. If it were true, if we had this you know, market dominated by just this handful of big carriers, rates might actually be higher. And I know you think, oh, no, it's the big carriers driving the rates down. It is, but it's because they have so much competition. So it, it, they have to fight tooth and nail to keep all of those trucks and drivers busy. So it, it's not them driving the rates down. Don't you think they would like to make better rates too? Of course they would. It's just this is a very, very easy business to get into. The barrier is very low for entry. And anytime you have a low barrier, you're going to have a lot of competition And a lot of competition drives prices down. That's what happens in a free market. So it's going to be interesting to see. A lot of people don't think, you know, Monday's going to be a big change or the next year or six months because they think, well, all the big carriers already switched over. That's about 10% of the market. So it's going to be interesting to see how the smaller carriers getting on board with the ELDs impact everything. Rates, freight availability, prices, driver pay, owner-operator compensation. 2018 is turning out to be a very, very interesting year, and uh, we jump in headfirst on Monday. So I've still been seeing a lot of people saying they're going to quit, Uh, We'll see about that. I still see a lot of protests being planned, shutdowns being planned. We'll see about that. Um, I've never really seen one that's been effective, uh, not in my lifetime anyway. And uh, there's just a lot going on. I'm still seeing the arguments everywhere that, you know, this is an ankle bracelet, that it's unsafe, that it's too costly. None of those arguments really hold any water. You can't say an ELD is unsafe if you claim that a paper log is. All you're saying is that you cheated on the paper log and that's why it was safe. Don't Let's, let's throw out the word flexibility. Well, yeah, everybody knows what we're talking about. We're talking about cheating. That's the only difference between the two. The arguments about it being unconstitutional. That argument would have had to have been made about the hours of service, 
not the ELD. The ELD doesn't change anything. Nothing different is being tracked. You were supposed to report everything you did, every place you were, when you moved, when you weren't, when you were sleeping, all of those things. Nothing changed on that. So I don't see this going away. There was a possibility it was going to get delayed. The only argument I could have maybe gotten behind, but I can at least understand it, was the argument of let's delay the ELD and let's fix hours of service. But the industry should have done that four and five and six years ago or a lot longer ago. I mean, before we were even talking about ELDs, why weren't we arguing that the hours of service were horrible? We said it once in a while, and then we just continued to cheat to make up for all the shortcomings of the hours of service. Now it's come home to roost. Now let's hope that the ELD, and and I think it's excellent timing, by the way. Right now the market's looking good. The economy's looking good. We're about to get a tax cut, not nearly as good as I had hoped or that we thought we were getting a couple weeks ago. I'll talk about that today, too. Um, I think all the stars are aligned. There's going to be huge pressure on shippers and brokers to get freight off the dock and get it to where it belongs. I mean, if you look at the holiday season already, um, FedEx and UPS both behind, both talking about delays. So it's a busy season for shipping. Typically, January is kind of quiet in trucking. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. The shippers are all screaming for trucks. The brokers are screaming for trucks. This will be the best time ever for us to possibly get some changes to hours of service. So we can certainly talk about that. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be talking about it a lot as we um, as we reach basically full uh, full compliance, pretty much for the most part. All right, let's see. Uh, we're coming up on a break. When I come back, I am going to let you know where we are on the GOP tax plan. Um, we have to call it a GOP tax plan. Not a single Democrat is going to vote for this. Not one. We are so divided in this country. The big news during Obama's administration was Obamacare. Not a single Republican voted for that. We see what a disaster that is now. Now we have a tax plan that we can't get a single Democrat to vote for. Stick around. I'll give you an outline and tell you what I think we've got coming with that. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Hey, hey, 
it's Mark Goodman from the Big 80s on 8 and Volume at Sirius XM 106. The holidays are here, and we've got extra sweet deals on our employees-only site, and we're sharing them with you. Visit SiriusXM.com slash 2017 employees and check out some great offers on SiriusXM subscriptions and radios. Give the gift of SiriusXM to your friends and family, and you might even find something for yourself. Check out SiriusXM.com slash 2017 employees. Offer available in the U.S. only. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Not available in all states. Thank you for calling Reese and Irby's, the future of frozen yogurt. Um, are you the robot people? <laughs> Reese and Irby's Froyo Robots? Yes, ma'am. Our Froyo Robots serve seven different flavors of delicious frozen yogurt with up to six delicious toppings all within 60 seconds. We place our robots all over the country. Malls, theaters, theme parks, almost anywhere people want an amazing treat. It's the future of frozen yogurt. And you sell these robots? That's right. Whether you're looking for a full or part-time turnkey business, Reese and Irvy's Froyo Robots are available as a unique franchise opportunity across the United States. And how do I find great locations for my robots? Well, actually, we do that for you. Your robots go into high-traffic, secured locations, engage with customers daily, deliver amazing Froyo experiences to customers, and you collect the profits. They work so you don't have to. Well, I definitely want my own Froyo robots. How do I get them? It's easy. Just go to FroyoFranchising.com and enter promo code 7000. That's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 7000. Locations are going fast, so don't wait. Again, that's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 7000. Smoke meat every day. This is Chris Kelly with Roland Dickey Jr. If you're our head pit master, is there anything more boring than going to another party with stale pizza and tired wings? I'm showing up with a tailgate party pack from Dickey's Two Meats, Three Sides, Buttery Rolls for 12 people for 99 bucks. Deliver your pickup at every Dickey's. We smoke meat every day. Other family packs for tailgate parties for four, six, or eight people. Upgrade your football party from pizza to great juicy barbecue. Delivered or picked up. 866-BARBECUE or Dickey's.com. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Our favorite color is chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio, Sirius XM 146. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We are here live today. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. That was strange. Just as I was putting on my headphones, that commercial was playing, and I could have swore I heard them kind of singing in the background saying, we smoke weed every day. And then I realized it was a commercial for a barbecue place, and they said, we smoke meat every day. 
I was wondering uh, what was going on with that commercial. So let's get to the GOP tax plan. It looks like we've got, from what I gather, about a 99% chance this is going to pass. It looks like Pence might have to step in as the vice president to cast the tie-breaking vote. It's that close. No Democrats are going to vote for it, and there are one or two Republicans that are holding out. Uh, But it looks like they still may be able to sneak this through. They are predicting they should vote on it by Wednesday. So uh, I'll keep you updated. I'll probably end up posting uh, on Facebook with a a review. I've been working on some numbers. But um, this is not an easy bill to figure out how it's going to affect people. This looks nothing like what I started talking about a month ago when President Trump proposed his outline. President Trump said, here's the things I want in the tax bill. I couldn't have been more excited. I said it back then. would have been good for a lot of people. The one downside, clearly, to the way uh, President Trump proposed it was the government was going to end up with a lot less money. So people were screaming about the debt and the deficit. And you know what? We just have to stop spending so much. I was going to say we have to stop spending like drunken sailors, but I don't want to insult drunken sailors. We as a country have to stop spending so much. And sometimes one of the ways you do that is you force it. Now, there are people who believe, President Trump was one of them, that even with those massive tax cuts that he was proposing, the government would end up with more money because it would stimulate the economy. Could be, hard to say, too many variables, but I'm okay with the government ending up with less. It forces us to spend less. We have to start somewhere. But none of that happened, by the way, so there's no point in talking about it. The House got a hold of President Trump's bill and stuck pretty close to it. I was actually pretty happy with the House, uh, their version of the tax bill. The Senate got a hold of it and kind of gutted it. And in order to get it passed, it's, it's a hodgepodge of the two, but it's really, really been watered down. Still a good tax bill, better than what we have But it's in some ways kind of disappointing. We did not simplify much. That was what I was really hoping for, and that's what it looked like originally. But just to let you know, I'm reading the outline of it, trying to read the outline and the explanation of it. That alone is a thousand pages, a thousand pages to read through. So how simple can it be? We were supposed to get three tax brackets. That's what President Trump wanted. We still have seven. We didn't cut out a single tax bracket. We still have seven different tax brackets. The, they all do get lowered. So there's the tax cut across the board for everybody. Every single tax bracket is lower than it used to be under this plan. The top rate, not that it matters to many people, went down from 39.6 to 37. The big difference there, though, that top tax bracket used to start at 426,000 or so. 
Um, actually, four hundred and eighty thousand for couples. Now it's six hundred thousand for couples. So you, the the bracket's a little lower, and you don't hit it as soon, which happens in almost all the brackets. By the way, not only are the brackets themselves lower, but when you hit those brackets is higher. So that effectively lowers taxes in two ways. The next one is where a lot of people are going to get really confused, for good reason. So anybody that just tells you, you know, offhand that, oh, if you make this much money, you're going to pay more tax or you're going to pay less tax or all the fighting, they're all full of it because it's not nearly that simple. So... You know, we we are doubling the standard deduction. I'll talk about couples. Right now it's 13000 It's going to be 24000 That sounds really big. And when I first heard it, I thought, that's incredible. That's a huge tax cut for the, the poorest people. The lowest earners would get a huge tax break from that. But... There's something else that changes all of that, and then there'll be one more thing that'll change it again. So you get a much bigger standard deduction, but personal exemptions go away. This is why a lot of people are going to be able to fill out their tax return on a postcard, because if they don't have mortgage interest, they don't have enough state and local income tax, they don't have a business, they don't have investments or rental properties, their tax return will be drop dead simple. No more exemptions. Now, exemptions are, and a lot of people get confused about this, personal exemptions are the deduction you get for yourself and for each one of your dependents. Now, that's $4,100 per person. So, yeah, the standard deduction went up by $11,000, but if you have three people in your family, you're going to lose almost $13,000 in exemptions. The more kids you have, the more you're losing under this plan. The exemptions go away completely, but they changed the child tax credit all around. So that's going to complicate the issue even more. The child tax credit goes from $1,000 to $2,000 being doubled. It's still a refundable credit. I'm not going to get into that. That, that, That's a big difference. It's not all refundable anymore. Um, they, They lowered the amount that's refundable. That's actually a good thing, but it can get very confusing. Um, they've instituted a credit for other dependents, not just child children that fall under the child tax credit. Now there's a $500 deduction for other kinds of dependents. Here's the other thing that they did, though. You used to lose all of these deductions. They started to phase out at $110,000 in income for couples. Now that goes all the way up to $400,000. So those three things, the standard deduction being doubled, the exemptions being eliminated, and the child tax credit being completely reworked are all working with or against each other, however you want to say it, 
So you can't ever look at somebody and say, oh, well, you make $113,000, so this, your tax is going to go up. You can't say that. It's way more complicated than that. That's why we didn't simplify anything. Uh, the only way we're going to actually, you would have to sit down and do a tax return to calculate these kind of things. So it'll be interesting to see their postcard. Um, I, I have an idea, but you, you can't just do this in your head. You've got to sit down and get it in writing. That's, those, are, those are, like I said, for people with fairly simple tax returns, which is most of the country, by the way. Uh, unless, you have, unless you're making a lot of money or you have a business or rental properties or a lot of investments, your tax return itself is going to get very, very simple. Um, H&R Block, Jackson Hewitt, Liberty Tax, they're all going to take a big hit because those are the kind of tax returns they do are the more simple, lower income, but still somewhat complicated under today's rules. It looks like those returns are going to be pretty darn simple. 10 minutes simple and not even a sheet of paper, just a postcard. Pretty easy. Other than that, it's, it's, uh, it, it just gets ugly. I'm not going to go into, uh, uh, let me see some of these others. We're keeping some itemized deductions. We're keeping state and local taxes. We're keeping mortgage interest. Um, they get a little more complicated, actually. They change some of the limits. You still get medical. They actually made medical more possible to get a deduction than it used to be, but 98% of the people will never get a deduction for medical. Uh, here's a big one. The, the, the penalty for not having health insurance under Obamacare goes away in 2019. So you have one more year where you have to keep health insurance. Um, I think this is I, I think this is a good thing because it was the first time in the history of our country you you were penalized for not buying. You were forced to buy something or you had to pay a penalty. Talk about unconstitutional. That certainly seemed unconstitutional to me. That's going away. Uh, that's a good thing. But you'll. You'll still be able to get health insurance with pre-existing conditions for now. We'll have to see what happens to that. Um, I'm going to come back and talk about how specifically this is going to affect employee drivers right after this, and then we'll get to your calls. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Full loads, long hauls, way stations, and truck stops. Three wheels. It's all about trucking. Keep up with the industry through us. We talk about things in the truck driving world without concentrating on the same four or five topics. And hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Around that curve could be anything. I can't believe you went there. Three wheels. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East. It's Meredith Oaks. Do we get to no drink tequila? And Chris T. Well, you want to know that about every day. Three wheels. Exclusively on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. Think about it. 
You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have FreePrints yet, you've got to get it. FreePrints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the FreePrints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. You're premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days with more than 100,000 five-star reviews free prints is one of the world's favorite apps download it now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints the app is free and so are the prints no subscriptions no commitments just free prints go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints that's freeprintsnow.com Hiring is important. People are what make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? ZipRecruiter makes it simple. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. I'm Todd Boyd, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. East-West interstates watch out for bands of heavy snowfall along I-90 in upstate New York, all due to lake effect snowfall. So be careful out there, also affecting a ride in Pennsylvania and far northeastern parts of Ohio. Elsewhere along I-90, we have that rain-snow mix in parts of South Dakota that does extend into Montana, mainly a snow event. And eventually rain-snow mix again in Washington State with snow in the higher elevations. Look out I-80. We have some spotty snowfall that does affect your ride in parts of Wyoming as well as Utah. I-10 and I-40 in California. General band of rain. We also have some showers, maybe rumble thunder along I-20. All through Texas, also affecting I-10 in Texas as well. Don't be surprised it does extend into parts of Louisiana. We also have some gusty winds along your ride along I-40 through Arkansas and Oklahoma, as well as Texas. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice on the Road Dog Series 7146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. I'm talking about the uh, tax law change that should be going through. It, it looks like we've got a pretty good chance of getting this passed. It's good. It's not nearly as good as uh, it looked like it was going to be a couple weeks ago. Um, the, here's another thing that, first off, I'll talk about owner-operators. Certainly some good news in here for business. The, you know, when you hear the corporate tax rate going down, 
That's good for business. Has nothing to do with us as owner-operators, even if you're incorporated, because you should be an S-Corp. And S-Corps don't pay tax. S-Corps are what are called pass-through entities. C-Corps, that's what we're talking about. Big companies, if their tax goes down, most people predict business will go up. They'll hire more people. They'll invest back into their own business. They'll expand. That's obviously good for trucking. But on the small corporation side, we are going to get something that we've never had before. And I'm, I'm struggling to understand this. I, I'm going to go read this again tonight. It looks like I thought there was going to be a rate for the money that passed through your corporation to you. I thought there was going to be a specific rate for that tax. But that's not what it looks like in this final plan. What it looks like is they're saying that you're going to get a 20% deduction of your pass-through income. So when you are a corporation, you, you take money out of a corporation two ways. One, as, a, as wages or payroll. That's just like everybody else. You pay Social Security, Medicare, all that stuff. The rest of the money that you take out of your corporation comes out as what's called a dividend or a distribution. That only gets taxed for income tax. So all of those brackets are going down. You should save some money there. But now they're saying you're going to be able to deduct 20% of your pass-through income. I'm not sure where we're deducting that, but if... If we don't pay any tax on 20% of our pass-through revenue, that's going to be a game-changer for owner-operators, I think. It's hard to say. There's so many changes in here. I'm waiting until they pass it. Then I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to start taking, first, my tax return from last year, and I'm going to run all the calculations to see what would happen under this new plan. Now, I'm going to have to do them all manually, so it's going to take a while. Hopefully, all the software companies catch up pretty quick to this so we can run it through software. But I'm going to do mine manually because I'm very interested in my own. But I'm also going to start taking owner-operators at the bottom of the scale that we see making at the top and one in the middle. And I'm going to start running owner-operator tax returns through this to see... Because we may change our recommendation on when you should be incorporated. And you need to do that at the beginning of a year, so timing is going to be pretty critical. So looks like I'm going to be busy during the Christmas season if this passes. I may even just take two weeks off at Christmas. I haven't done that in a well, I haven't ever done that since I've had the show. Maybe my very first year. But I, I if I do, I'll, I'll work on this tax stuff a lot because this could be big. So that, that could make a big change for owner-operators. Here's the big issue for drivers, and people are freaking out about this already. I don't want you to freak out because I think there's a, an opportunity here. So if you are a company driver, your biggest tax deduction 99% of the time is your per diem. Now that is just a gift, Really, the, the, the government allows you to deduct $63 a day for food every day and night you're away from home. Let's call it every 24-hour period. Not exactly right, but close. $63 a day. 
I know people that don't spend $63 a week when they're on the road, but you still get to take a tax deduction of $63 as though you spent it. You really didn't. This has always been a big gift to truck drivers in the tax code. Without this, truck drivers would pay a lot more tax. Here's what's freaking everybody out. That goes away. There is no more per diem deduction under this new tax bill. And before you drive off the road or, you know, run somebody over, there's a big opportunity here. It will still, as far as I can tell, there's a thousand pages in here. I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing something. But there, it will still be entirely possible for your employer to pay you per diem instead of you deducting it. A lot of carriers do that now. They pay, you know, some per diem, some wage. I believe that if this tax bill goes through the way I see it, every carrier better switch to that or they're going to have a really hard time finding drivers. Here's why it would be such a big benefit. Right now, the standard deduction if you're married is $12,000. Well, if you get 15000 in per diem as a deduction, you're really only getting a $3,000 benefit anyway because everybody gets to take that standard deduction of 12000 So even though I said it's the biggest write-off you have, for some people it doesn't change much. It's really only about $3,000. Now... The standard deduction is going to 24000 and your employer could pay you the 15000 tax-free. So now $39,000 that comes to you is all tax-free. Almost $40,000. For some people, it will be 40000 depending on how many nights you're away from home. $40,000 tax-free. The average driver, I think, is up to like fifty two or 53000 now. The average truck driver is going to pay tax on almost nothing. That's a big, big change. But hopefully the carriers adapt to this quickly. The way I see it, if you are a carrier employing drivers and you're not paying per diem, that's going to be a, a really big downside. I think that's going to be a major change in the industry. I hope the carriers are paying attention to this. If you know what I would, I would be talking to your carrier. If you work for a carrier that doesn't pay per diem, I'd be on the phone to him. Say, hey, are you guys paying attention to this, and, and how are you going to handle this? Um, once it goes through, I'll give you absolute numbers. I'll go through and I'll calculate this. Hopefully, I'll be doing it next Saturday. I, I would love it if they pass this by Wednesday, and I have to work, you know, Thursday and Friday, which is typically my day off. Um, to get this done, but I will. I'll tell you exactly how it's going to affect both owner-operators and drivers. I'm just waiting for it to pass, though, because had I done all that work two weeks ago, I would have wasted my time because it's changed so much. Hopefully, it'll pass by Wednesday. President, he's going to sign it, um, so maybe we'll know something. All right. I'm going to jump into a call before we get into this break. Let's go to Utah. Tony, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you today? Good. What's on your mind? I, I'm i going to sell a money truck. Okay. And it's a 2000 Volvo 
with a 1999 Detroit 12.7 that I have the letter from Volvo certifying, you know, in case you get stopped, you can show them the piece of paper. So this is an I exempt... I think that's been cleared up. This is an What's EL... That, Kevin? I just want to let everybody know, this is an ELD exempt truck because it has a 99 engine and you have the letter to show that. Yeah, and I think it's been cleared up just recently, the last month, because I heard Matt call you one day a few months ago that said in one part of it, it said the VIN, the other part of it said the motor. But listening to your show the last couple of weeks, that has been cleared up, and it is stated that it is the motor that they're going by. Yes. Okay. This motor has been rebuilt by Pittsburgh Power 300,000 miles ago. I had the uh, balanced uh, rods. Bruce talked me into buying the rare earth magnets. There's a lot of small details, and I'm not going to get into it on this because it has. I'm also selling my trader a 2006 Hyundai. And between the two, they have 95 to 98% of all the modifications recommended by you. Excellent. You can go on. Uh, you can go on uh, Let's Truck. My gauges, the free site, the name of my truck is White Fang, and I have most of the modifications in there that it would let me put in there because some of them are specific and some of them just say other. Uh, I have a 13-speed Eaton. It was rebuilt shortly after the motor was done. It has 225,000 miles on it, and a guy that only did transmissions done my transmission. It has a lift axle done according to your specs or your preferred method where the drive's in the back and the lift's in the front. Excellent. All it right. Has so a this. Nope, oh, the, the music's playing. I've got to get to a break. This really is a money truck. So if you are interested in 2000 Volvo, 99 engine, ELD exempt, and a trailer, all the modifications we talk about here, virtually all of them. Uh, get something ready to write with, and when we come back, we'll give you some information on how you can find that. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Listening to NFL radio is like spending your week wearing a coach's headset. Analysts like Tory Holt, Ed McCaffrey, Jim Miller, Gil Brandt, and Bill Polian bring you closer to the game. Unless you have the rushers, you can't finish. And if you can't finish, you can't win these close games. It's that simple. Then Sunday at noon Eastern, it's like being on the sideline. When we take you live to every stadium for the biggest moments as they happen on the Sunday drive. 10, 5, touchdown! Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88 and on the Sirius XM app. Are you tired of worrying about the economy and what it may mean to your job? Do you wonder what you'll be doing in five or ten years? Now may be the time to consider owning your own Scooter's Coffee drive through business. For almost 20 years, Scooter's Coffee's been selling world-class coffee through our drive through windows in company-owned and franchise stores. As we approach 200 stores open, we're continuing to look for smart, hard-working, entrepreneurial people who are interested in building something big for themselves and their families. I'm Don Eccles, co-founder of Scooter's Coffee. Our proven model of delivering on our brand promise of amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast continues to be a great business opportunity for people all over the country. Besides a great business, you'll get something else, the joy of loving what you do every day for the rest of your life. And Scooter's Coffee will be a wonderful business partner. Why don't you take five minutes and call us or visit our website 
It's ownascooters.com. Scooters Coffee could be a great decision for you. Visit ownascooters.com. We have a message for the millions of Americans who have college credits but no degree. We want you to know something. You didn't fail. The system failed you. For nearly 150 years, Maryville University has challenged the higher education system by putting the needs of its students first. Because we believe that universities should meet students where they are and empower them to push further. That's why we work to deliver an education that's as much about pursuing and achieving your dreams as it is about earning a degree. Find out how you can earn a Maryville University degree online. Call 1-800-371-9009. Big changes take courage, but we know that if you're brave, you can achieve anything. So let's take this journey together. Let's be brave together. To learn more about Maryville University's degrees online, call 1-800-371-9009. That's 1-800-371-9009. Imagine a financial partner committed to better tomorrows. I'm Paul Purcell, Chairman of Baird. Whether we're providing advice for families, municipalities, and schools across the U.S., or companies around the world, our focus is on making the future brighter. And that commitment goes beyond the business we do. It's why we give back as a firm and individuals in the communities we serve. Imagine the power of you and Baird. Visit rwbaird.com. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, free wheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. If you are in the market for a truck and trailer, very, very fuel efficient, also ELD exempt, you can look it up to see the fuel mileage, and most of the modifications will be listed on our site under fuel gauges, which is free, by the way. If you're not using fuel gauges, you should be. That's how you track every tank, your 30-day average, your 60 You can go back and see all the history on this truck. Look up White Fang. Uh, We're going to go back to Tony, and we'll give you some information. Tony, how do they uh, get a hold of you? My number is uh, 979-777-1493, and I am one that knows I'm distracted, whether I get a headset or not. So if I don't answer, it's because I'm on the road, and I will return your call. Kevin, just a couple more other things. I'm a preventive maintenance nut. I have four to five pages, with all, and I can provide all the documentation to clear, to, clear down to small as replacing the windshield wipers. And I've done 14, since my in-frame, I've done 14 uh, Polaris uh, oil samples. They've all come back uh, in good shape. Excellent. And, uh, you know, one thing that people may not think about, you could take this motor and... Uh, transmission out of here and put it in a Fitzgerald and the bow's right those three things right there could easily be moved over if you know just to give somebody some flexibility or another idea than just buying uh, this truck because it's it is 17 years old and it's got some cosmetic flaws in it but it's solid uh, mechanically and uh, 
you know, on on White Fang, it says 8.5 all-time, pretty much all-time fuel mileage, and uh, 50% of my loads are more, over 40,000 pounds, and I go from Oregon to uh, Tennessee, Miami, I mean, I'm in the mountains, and it's at 8.5. That's outstanding. Good stuff. This is a uh, this is a real find for somebody. You don't come across trucks like this very often. And you're right. You can buy it, keep it, running it just the way it is. You'd pull the drive line and uh, you know a Bose ride seat out of there, throw it into a glider. You'd have an awesome truck either way. So, all right, we'll uh, we put it out there. We'll see if your phone rings. I hope so. Hey, you guys have a great day out there today. Thanks, Kevin. All right, thanks for the call. We are off to. Alabama, Jerry, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How's it going today? Going great. What's on your mind? Well, um, about four years ago, I was listening to your show coming out of Florida one night, and the big myth at that time of ELDs came up. And I remember you saying then, you know, it it looks like we might be going this way. It's probably a good time to start thinking in that direction. And here we sit. And I want to thank you for that. That was was a great heads up. And But, you know, man, in my question today, I want to ask you, as we sit and go into this, I'm just not sure if we're being pioneers here to a new way or if we're being witnesses. And in that, I mean, this seems to be putting a mentality out of trucking that just basically can't handle the thoughts. What are you? What is your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, th- this is, um, you know, let, let's go back four years ago. Uh, I said it's coming. I, I'm trying to remember. I was right. I was speaking at a conference. It was in San Antonio, Texas. It was the TCA. Um, it's the annual conference where they give like the driver of the year award, the owner operator of the year. It's a big deal. Uh, and I remember Uh it had to be at least, I'm thinking almost 10 years ago. This was a ways back. I'm trying to remember what was going on, but it was close to 10 years ago. And I remember the, the topic came up. In fact, they they had the the candidates for drivers and owner operators of the year, like six guys up on stage, and they were doing interviews, like asking them questions. And one of the questions they asked was, if we, and back then we were calling them EOBRs or something else, I don't remember. Um, They said, if this happens, what would you do? Every single one of them. And now these are... These are top-notch guys. You know, they're pretty sharp. They made it to the top. They're up there being voted on for, you know, driver of the year, owner-operator of the year. Every one of them said, I'll quit. I'll quit. If it happens, I'm done. There's no way. And that's when I came back because I talked to somebody who was inside Washington at the time, and they said, look, Kevin, it's not a matter of if. There is no doubt we will have this one day. It's coming. We just don't know when. Well, now we know when. So, you know, we've been talking about it a long time. And, and I said, well, well, we all knew two years ago it was going to be law. Right. That, that was two years right. ago. Uh, you're right. Four years ago, I was saying, look, it's coming. You know, you might as well start getting ready. We right. don't know when. So the industry now. is really, really changing. That's been my topic for a year and a half now 
because it is going to be the biggest change we will ever see. And we can, we can actually look at well, four things that are changing dramatically. One, ELDs. Right. There's no question that's going to change the industry. It, it's already starting to, but we haven't seen anything yet. We have, you know, right. the, the one that's hard to get our head around, the digital broker revolution. You know, what's going on on the broker right. side with technology? That's a tough one to get our head around. We have electric trucks, exactly. which are exploding right now. You know, we had the Nikola announce. We had Tesla announce. We had Cummins announce. Every OEM is working on an electric truck. And now we have some company I've never even heard of that might be the first one to market with their electric truck. I also... I saw your picture of that one on Facebook. Boy, is that thing bizarre looking. Um, Man. Yeah. Man, I'll <laughs> I actually saw a picture of that on Facebook about three or four months ago. Somebody got the picture yeah. of it out. Of, it was on a tr- on a flatbed going down the road, and because I had never heard, never seen anything like it, I thought maybe they just made it for some movie or something, you know, because it was in L.A. Well, it turns out that's a real right. truck. It may be the first one to make it to market. But there was a, another big news. I didn't even post this one. Because every time I post about this, people just go off on me. Um, There is a company right right now that claims they just made a major breakthrough in battery technology that will triple the range of what we have today. Wow. So if, if, if Tesla believes they can get 500 miles out of their battery, this company that's going to release thinks they can get 300 out of theirs, but... If we can triple that, we're talking about a range of 1,500 miles. That's incredible. Wow. And then, of well, course... Well, you got to look at where technology, my breakdown of technology, I mean, they figured out how to get technology to control the engine fan, and ever since, it's just moving farther <laughs> back in a truck. <laughs> That's and right. And I believe where they're wanting to go to it is to control the steering wheel. <laughs> well, that was... that was <laughs> the, that, That's the way it looks to me. That was the next thing I was going to mention, which is... So, those three big changes, digital brokers... Um, electric trucks, ELDs, we can't ignore autonomous. You know, you can stick your head in the sand and say it's not coming. It's coming way faster than anybody believes. Um, Maybe not where there's a truck going down the road without a driver in it, although there are a lot of companies claiming they're going to do that sooner rather than later. But autonomous technology itself is already here. I haven't bought a new car in ages. I mean, I've hardly ever bought a new car in my life. It's just not my thing. I I normally buy a car that's about a year old with low mileage, let somebody else take that big depreciation Uh hit, and then I keep them forever. I mean, all my cars right now are like 10 and 12 years old. Um, But because technology, I'm, I'm such a freak about new technology, I'm, I'm actually out shopping for Me a new too. car, just just for the fun of it, because I wanted to see. Almost every car you get in now, lane departure technology, automatic braking technology, parking technology, those are all autonomous right. technologies. They're in almost every model of 2018 right. car now. Right. 
Well, and you know, when all of this technology first got popular, it was cool when we were using it to share uh, photos and little <laughs> jokes. Right. But nobody really had a feel for how far it was going to go. Well, you but, know, you know, and, and what I was really getting to, I am concerned as far as mon- uh, Monday goes because this mentality that refuses to go on the EBRs. I'm seeing a lot of bad stuff being said about what they're wanting to go down. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you are right on. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, a lot of times, especially with social media, people tend to talk a really, right. really big game. You know, and, and we, we never right. used to see it quite so much. You would hear it on the CB. You'd hear it at the liar's counter. Well, right. now it's right in front of us all the time. You know, we're, we're all on Facebook and Twitter. Exactly. and So it might be that we're just seeing a lot more. Let me, uh, let me get to a break. Cause this is a good topic. I want to come back and talk about this because I do have some opinions. We'll talk about that right after this break. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. If you want to join the conversation, 8888 Road Dog. We'll be right back. Jeff Foxworthy. Larry the Cable Guy here. Happy to bring you. Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup. You'll hear all American comedy that you love. Backstage interviews with your favorite comedians. Be me, Jeff Foxworthy. And a whole bunch of our friends. Did I mention me? Oh, quiet out loud. <laughs> Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup is on right now. Check it out. Sirius XM 97. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. You're going to love it. I promise. You're done. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Hi, I'm Shannon, a professional driver at Warner Enterprises. If you want to help keep America moving, then Warner is the place for you. Warner is offering peak season incentives for team drivers. If you don't have a partner, Warner's experienced team matching specialist will help you find a great driver to team with who has similar interests. And don't forget, our teams average over six figures annually with mostly pre-assigned drop-and-hook freight and longer miles per load. Go further together. Apply at warnerteams.com today. 
Volume Sirius XM 106 is your 24-7 talk channel about music. Featuring shows hosted by musicians, including Boo Boo Doll singer John Resnick. Do you find yourself being more creative when you're in a darker place? Singer-songwriter Nona Hendrix. Did the Popo show up? Oh, no doubt. I'm drummer Steve Jordan. You are embedded in American pop culture. Anthrax guitarist Scott Ian. I give a glance to my right and it's Mick Jagger standing next to me. This is Volume Sirius XM 106. Your liner notes to the world of music. I'm Todd Park, the Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates say rain-snow mix along I-5. In Washington State, as we look at the north-south interstates, also dealing with some rain showers. In far southern parts of California, along I-5, I-15, some snow showers in Idaho and Utah along I-15. Also some rain showers in the deserts of California and that region. I-35, some widespread rain in Texas, also extending into parts of Oklahoma along I-35. Watch out for some heavy late back snowfall along I-79 in Pennsylvania, also affecting I-81 in upstate New York and Pennsylvania. More spotty, though, along I-87 in upstate New York. We also have some scattered light snow showers along I-91 and I-93 in parts of Vermont and New Hampshire, extending into Massachusetts as well. I-95, a straight snow shower cannot be ruled out from Maine over into parts of Pennsylvania. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers twice down the road, dog. Seriously, Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the truck industry now now back to trucking business and beyond the show that puts the money where it belongs back in your pocket welcome back i'm kevin rutherford the number to join us 8888 road dog i'm talking with jerry in alabama so jerry there's actually two kind of issues going on here one i think is probably going to turn out to be a non-issue like it always does that's the whole idea of a shutdown. Right. I, I'm, I'm hearing all kinds of people. Right. We're going to shut down. We're shutting down on the 18th. Now I'm seeing shutdowns that are indefinite. Right. They're just going to shut down until something changes. I, I think that's going to be right. a, a non-issue. Right. What is an issue, and I think this is what you're right. asking about, is so many drivers are not ready for this. They're not prepared for this. And are they going to right. be speeding around like maniacs because that's the only way they know right. to make up for this? I think it, it's going to happen. It. Yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. Uh, I see I'm, way too many drivers just from their comments that that's the only exactly. way. It's the only way they they know how to. Ch- they they don't seem to know how to manage their time any better. Um, you know, they feel like they're still going to be pushed by dispatch or somebody. So I think we are going to see a lot of people driving recklessly and fast. Um, right. What that's almost like survival of the fittest though, because those guys aren't going to be around Uh long. They'll be out of the industry in a couple of years. If they, if they can't adapt to, you know, running a reasonable speed limit, not driving like an idiot. You just have to manage your time better. Right. You know, the way I see this, right. for an owner-operator, money-wise, they're, they're, it's nothing but upside. Um, you know, yes, you right. are going to be limited somewhat. You're going to lose some miles. For the most part, we could agree on right. that. You're going to lose some. But rates are going up already. Right. As an owner-operator, wouldn't you rather drive exactly. less miles and make more money? That's happened here already. I mean, we have we have company trucks and owner-operator trucks. I'm a company driver, 
and we've got lines. Luckily, our company will give an owner-operator the better paying runs. Well, we've had lines that they only run a company truck on. And just last week, they were talking about a couple of the lines had given increase enough that they could put an owner-operator on it now. So wow. it's happening. Yeah, that's interesting. I, my, did I say that backwards it, just now? Did I say what I meant to say was... As an owner-operator, wouldn't you rather just drive less miles and make more money? Because that's what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Now, for for a company driver, I get it. This isn't all that great of news. You you are going to lose miles, potentially, most likely. And driver pay is going up, but it's not really going up that fast yet. Right. Right. But I, I'm I'm with you. I think the roads are going to look a little different. I think the parking lots are going to look a little different. You know, every again, it's Facebook. We see it well, all the time. But I, it, a day doesn't go by where I don't see somebody that got backed into in a truck stop. I think that's going to get worse. You know, I honestly believe come Monday we're going to see the most massive driver stand together. That, and I do. I believe it's going to be the the most massive driver stand together that we've ever saw. But I believe what we're going to see is basically a bunch of truck drivers doing what they have to do to maintain and make a living. And that's where the stand together is going to be, business as usual, doing what we have to do to make a living. And like it or love it, that's where we're at. But, you know, I said the same thing you said. This is the biggest rule change that we've ever saw in trucking. But I believe we're both wrong. I believe the biggest change to ever come to trucking was probably when the driver's daily log was implemented to start with. <laughs> and you got to look, yeah. back then they were people that couldn't even read and write. Now they had to keep up with <laughs> That's right. What do you think about That's, that? Well, you're right. I, you know, I, my, my grandfather was one of those drivers back then. So, you know, I, I have a history... I, uh, that you're right. That had to be right. just a massive change. The thing was, a lot of people don't realize this. We look as the logbook as, as a way to punish us, you know, to tell us when we can drive, right. when we can't, a way to get a ticket if we don't do it right. But when the when the hours of service right. were created, it was created to protect the driver, not to punish them. Drivers were exactly. asking for it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I started out driving with a company several years ago, and a logbook meant nothing. Hand you a set of bills, and I live in North Carolina, and send you to California on a straight shot. That's right. <laughs> and, and expect that you were going to do it. You were going to drive as much as you could, grab a couple hours sleep here and there, get it there as quick as you could. That's, exactly. That's been expected forever. That's going away. You know, exactly. Shippers are now now a shipper will be able to realistically look at a load and say, if we're loading a driver at four o'clock on Tuesday afternoon and he's a single driver and he has full hours available, our load will get there Thursday evening. No sooner. Because whereas before we might have said, oh, we'll get it there Thursday morning for you. Right. Right. Yeah, right. that's not going to happen anymore. Hey, I got something I want to tell you. I know you're real into the healthy eating and all, not to change the subject. That's but right. I, another battle for me, man, my health went crazy. My sugar went up. Uh, my blood pressure went up. Everything went crazy. And I basically got tired of when I went in for my DOT physical. Man, I dreaded it. 
So last year, last, let's see, I'm wanting to say it was last April, I did a 360 diet change. I mean 360. I started out at 318 pounds, six foot, and I am down to 250 now. I've come off of my sugar medicine and just about to come off of my blood pressure medicine. Congratulations. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is good to hear. Yeah, man, that's that just shows it can be done. You just got to fall in and do it. I mean, that's, that's, there's no, you can talk about it all you want to. You just yeah, got to do it. That's right. Jerry, great stuff. Great topic. I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot more about this. We're going to head off to North Carolina. Adam, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? Good. What's on your mind today? Uh, we got a few things. I'll start off with, uh, well, Lisa brought up the profit gauges for you. And just to give you a little you knew what we were doing before, and I ended up quitting that job because of the situation coming up Monday. And um, just to give you a background on what we have going on, on what you're looking at, um, if you add on another $25,000 plus for December um, on income, you know, plus our bills and everything, I'm not sure where that's going to even us out at, but... Um, up through November, I know it's done on profit gauges. We had a pretty tough stretch in a few months in the in the summer when we lost money in California when they decided to take a look at what we were doing over there and our rates changed and things got different. Um, we've been able to fix that since then, so we had a couple of losing months there. Um, when I quit my job, obviously we we you know we dropped twenty grand a month in income on me. And uh, at the moment, we're and then and then I went out and bought that '96 truck with a trailer, so that was another 25 grand we spent. So tip, tip, right now we're we're you know scraping scraping by. We're 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 not we have no money saved up per se, except for we got the money coming in now paying bills, and um, also on top of that, with the would you recommend? I have one employee in California. Would you recommend? paying per diem the wife wants to put them on a 1099 what's your well you know i'll just give you the straight up on this i i think it's wrong um it always has been wrong the industry has done it forever it is a standard practice in the industry i've never seen anybody really get dinged for it i've seen a couple audits I've actually been through a couple audits, and basically the IRS slaps you on the wrist and says, you shouldn't have been calling them an independent contractor. Now you need to call them an employee. No fines, no penalties, no back taxes. So there's almost no risk to doing it, but it's still wrong. So I've just got to tell it like, like it is that if we look at the rules, if they're driving your truck, they're an employee. But it's been so common right. in the industry, and nobody ever gets dinged for it. So that's the reality of it. Um, if you are going well, the to reason, the, go ahead, the reason we did it in the first place, though, the re, well, the reason that he became an employee in the first place is because I listened to your show. So right. I mean, that's right. just you know straightforward. I mean, you 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 recommended that, and that's what we did. It's just that California is so horrible on taxes. That I mean, we give California more money than we pay him. I know. A workers' comp is the so, big one. You know, if if um, right, right. See, there are some states 
that if you have if you're a very small company, three employees, five employees, they let you use something called work accident insurance instead of workers comp. And work accident right. insurance is actually run by insurance companies, not by the state. So it's dirt cheap compared to workers comp. The the California right. just doesn't allow that. So um, it, it's a tough one. There's no question. That's why I'm telling you both ways. You know, I'll tell everybody the right so, way. Hey, I've got to get to a break. I'll come back to you. Um, there's the right way, and then there's, well, if you do it this way, there doesn't seem to be any downside. I would make sure your employee understands it and you stay on top of him to make sure he's he's saving that tax money. You will lose drivers over things like that sometimes. We'll be right back. Kevin Rutherford. Stick around. To go from she loves you to I am the walrus. I mean, that's a journey. It's full of a certain kind of life. That sweet moment of psychedelic songwriting. Songwriting. You know, George Martin, he can't talk about the Beatles without bringing him into the picture. Beatles fans come together. I'm Alec Baldwin. Hey, this is Beck. Hello, I'm Jeff Bridges on the Beatles channel. Sirius XM 18. On the road, safety's everything. That's why Help Inc., provider of PrePass, has invested $700 million into making our roads safer. With PrePass way stations bypass and e-tolling, you avoid congestion around way stations and reduce the need to merge in and out of traffic. And transponders are hands-free to help you stay focused. We offer one month of free service to try before you buy. 888-559-PASS and use the promo code RoadDog or visit PrePass.com slash RoadDog. 888-559-7277 or PrePass.com slash RoadDog. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Brandon Burchard. I have a tough but honest question for you. Have you noticed some people achieving way more than you and it really bothers you? Why are some people getting ahead while you feel like you're fighting so hard? You're good. So what's the difference between achievers and high performers? Well, I've got six reasons and a quiz for you. Text the word CHANGE to 642-642 right now and get a copy of my new book, High Performance Habits, and I'll give you a free $97 assessment. You'll get six scores that pinpoint why you struggle and exactly which new habits you should adopt right now. I spent 20 years studying high performers. My new book, High Performance Habits, reveals the difference between doing okay and living an extraordinary life. Text CHANGE to 642-642 to get my new book and take the free $97 performance assessment. High Performance Habits. That's my new book. You'll love it. New Habits, New You. That's C-H-A-N-G-E to 642-642. Are you ELD ready? The December date is looming, but there's an easy solution. The Easy ELD from Stone Ridge. The Easy ELD comes with everything you need to connect. No contract, no hidden fees, all for one flat rate. And it's the only ELD with interchangeable connectors to fit the truck you have today or drive tomorrow. Act now and get a free data subscription until December 18th. Plus, use promo code radio to save 20 bucks off the device at EZELD.com. That's letters EZELD.com or call 248-489-9300. Mark Billows is a trucking legend. He goes by the CB handle Midnight Rider, and he specializes in the graveyard shift. Mark drives through the night with confidence because he's protected by progressive commercial who'll tow his truck if he's in an accident so he doesn't have to fear the dark. Just whatever's in the rest of hot dogs. 
Find out what makes Progressive the number one insurer of truck and legends across America. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, number one truck insurer from SNL Financial's 2014 National Written Premium Data. Towing provided with property damage coverage. The Dave Nebo Show, 7 a.m. East. Your talk and conversation open to uh, everybody in trucking. Road Dog Trucking. Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go back to Adam. So, Adam, you know, I understand why a lot of people end up doing the independent contractor thing. You could probably deal with Social Security, Medicare. It's the workers' comp that kills everybody, and it, it's such a shame. Right. If you are going to continue to pay them as an employee and this tax bill We're goes going through, We're- okay, then... yeah. Um, and talk to me next Saturday. Hopefully we'll know for sure. But then, yes, I would say that you pay them as much per diem as possible. You know, we try to get as close to that $63 a day. Or you can just pay them the $63 a day and then make up the rest in salary, wages. Okay, I got you. And then what about the profit gauges? What are we looking like for tax-wise this year? Are we sure yet? Uh, well, we're going to have you guys do it anyways. Yeah, um, like this year, nothing really changes. Um, most about eighty thousand of yours ran through wages. So, have you been withholding enough in the past? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We okay. haven't changed ours. The only thing that's changed is probably since maybe September. We haven't. I haven't taken a paycheck this year since since we quit the other job. Okay, we had to. We had to. Quit paying me a paycheck. We're, we're gonna. We're, I mean, we're close to getting started back up again. We just haven't done it for a few months. Got it. So you've got. Uh, you're looking at roughly after your wages of eighty. You're looking at another fifty-seven um, in in draw. So uh, you know you, you're. Right. You've got a healthy tax bill. Um, you know, it's hard for me to predict numbers. I'm not looking at your tax return, but it, it's going to be a pretty healthy tax bill. Um, that, I guess, might be the bad news for this year. You've been really profitable. That always sucks when it comes time to pay tax. The good news for you is looking at your numbers, your tax should go down considerably next year if this passes. Correct. Yeah, my dad My dad called me up on the phone late Friday night and goes, well, you got lucky. <laughs> and I was like, what? What happened? Yeah. So, and the... And also the other thing that's happened, um, you know, I, all I can say is you can't keep a good guy down occasionally. We were able to find uh, uh, another direct customer out of Florida, uh, a lot less miles, five or $6,000 less money-wise a month if I just ran the round trip once a week. And... Um, and and stayed home more, which was a lot of the goal from the last job. Yeah. So we were able to, yeah, we were. I'm able to. Uh, they offered me a. Uh, this one's pretty sweet. So we're we're doing uh, orchids coming out of uh, uh, Orlando area, going up to Virginia, 
Uh, it's like seven fifty on the miles, and it pays almost twenty one hundred to the truck. And then I got to pick up a load coming back down, and I can basically it's about nineteen hundred miles, not even that, eighteen hundred miles um, round trip for about four grand. Oh, nice a week. Nice, yeah, that's outstanding. So, is that uh, so, is that coming so out of either, Orchid World? Go ahead. Say that again. Does that come out of Orchid World down there? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, no. No. No, okay. no. 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 Okay. There's there's so many there's some there's where I live at there's like fifteen or twenty different places that greenhouse orchids. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Well, that sounds fantastic. So it's a bunch. Uh oh. Did I lose you? Hold on. Uh-oh. You're breaking up. Ah, oh, we lost you. Well, Adam, uh, call, yeah, Adam, the one thing I would recommend, we're doing your tax return. So yours, believe it or not, will probably be one. I said I was going to do a low end, a high end. You're probably going to be one of the high end because I have all your information here. Wednesday, if this thing passes, I'll, you know, I'm going to do my own. Probably do yours. I'll do, you know, probably, uh, I don't know, somewhere. I'll probably end up doing somewhere between five and ten tax returns between Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, so I can really let everybody know how this is going to affect. I'll do some drivers, do some owner operators. I'll do lower earners, higher earners. Um, so I might be able to give you exact numbers for yours next weekend. We'll see. All right, I'm going to get back to the calls. We are off to Indiana. Mark, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you today? Doing good. What's on your mind? Well, I want to caution these people with 2,000 trucks and 99 motors and the people with gliders with 99 and older motors. The rule says that it's 2,000 and newer need to have ELDs. It, then there was a Q&A that said the 99 motors uh, might be, and you brought this up way back when they first brought out the rule, that it should be the motor, it shouldn't be the truck. But they've only answered that in a Q&A. And there are states that are not going to take that Q&A into consideration. They're going to go strictly by the rule. And we need to get FMCSA to ha- get a guidance out that talks about this 99 motor because there, Missouri is one state that will not listen to the Q&A. They're going to go by the rule or a guidance. You know, you... And I, I just think that this is, a, this is another reason why this thing isn't ready for prime time yet. You bring up a, a good point, and it, there's more than one here. The whole 99 issue, you're right. I, I have not seen it officially clarified in writing yet. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I haven't seen it. Sounds like, you know, they, they've talked about it. But there's another one. You know, there's been all this talk about when are they actually enforcing this and how are they enforcing it. So there's been talk of, well, if you don't have an ELD, but you do have a logbook and you're current, that's, that's, you know, they're not going to, or they, they could ticket you, but it's not going to be CSA points. Then there are some states saying, oh, no, we're enforcing it right away. And it, so that's a mess, too. Nobody really knows. 
what's what the enforcement is, what the tickets are. Um, so clearly this is going to be a mess. Um, if you talk to law enforcement, they're just as confused as we are. They don't seem to know. There's the rumors of, well, they can write you a $500 ticket at every single scale house in the state if they want to. There, we had a caller a couple weeks ago that said uh, Oregon law enforcement told him that, um, what was that? That was, oh, that you had to produce paper copies if they asked for them. That's not true, but it's not true, but I believe it's true that law enforcement said that. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, this is a mess. And a lot of people will say, well, this is why we should have had the delay. Well, they had two years. How much more time? See, that's how the government works, though. That's my point of, you know, just like Nancy Pelosi said we for Obamacare, we have to sign the bill to know what's in it. A stupid statement, but unfortunately, that's how government works. We have to enact ELDs before they'll work out all these problems. Because they've had two years they didn't work out me, anything. I'm running an ELD, Kevin, and I will tell you this much. The main thing that I see as an advantage for us, and everybody needs to take a look at this, is never, ever again can I be accused of not being where I'm at. <laughs> That's and right. with the ELD. That's right. And yeah. you know how the lawyers go after that. And right now, if as long as I stay compliant with my ELD, never again will I be con- uh, uh, right. be told, right. well, you shouldn't have been there, and my client should not have hit you. Exactly. You know, so yeah. I'm yeah. all for it. Well, well and the so. other thing, and I said this earlier, you know, when any of us, when we got pulled into a scale, you know, some people sweat all the mechanical stuff. You know, because they don't really understand mechanics. They don't do a good, thorough pre-trip. So they would sweat everything. That kind of stuff never bothered me. I didn't worry about the mechanical. Yeah, they can write a ticket if they really want to. But if you're reasonable and your truck's in good condition, I never really worried about that. But my logbook, that's what I was always sweating over. Because half the time I wasn't current. Even if I wasn't cheating, I just wasn't current because I hated doing it. And you always knew... If they wanted to gig you on the logbook, they probably could. That That's going to go away. Logbooks and hours of service are just not going to be a big deal anymore in inspections. That's I, I, I agree with that. And so, um, you know, for the people that, that cheat, uh, you know, those people are, they need to understand that they're putting themselves in a liability situation. Uh because there, there are too many cameras around today. There's oh, just yeah. too much, and yeah. and I'm not going to say that I never treated on my logbook because uh, I would be lying if I said that. And but I always worried about that liability thing, if, even if you're not in the at fault at all. Right. Yeah. That the, no, where yeah. No question. The music's playing. I've got to get to a break. I, I agree. There was a time way back when. When I totally ignored the hours of service. That was when, you know, you had two or three logbooks, whatever you needed. You just ran when you wanted to. I I ran when I was safe. I slept when I was tired, which I still believe is the way we should drive, but that's never going to happen. Then there were a lot of years 
where I didn't blatantly cheat the hours of service, but we still didn't log all of our on-duty time. And there's, there's different levels of cheating. The people that need to run two or three logbooks to pay their bills, they're going to be hurting. The rest of the people... Hey folks, it's Dave Ramsey and the holidays are here and so is the Ramsey Network on Sirius XM Triumph Channel 132. Tune in as Chris Hogan, Ken Coleman, Christy Wright, Chris Brown and me, Dave Ramsey, help you stay focused on what's truly important this Christmas season. The Ramsey Network, weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern with the Dave Ramsey Show starting at 2.50. Only on Sirius XM Triumph Channel 132. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out because your timeshare isn't a fun escape. It's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regrets. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. For P150, P150GA, P150NY, P150OK, P150TN, C250A, C250E, C250Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, text for a similar offer. Message and data rates may apply. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance, get a free information kit from Physicians Mutual Insurance Company. Text the word TIP11 to 33123. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can text today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover more expensive procedures like fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. So you can choose any dentist you want. For a free information kit with all the details, text TIP11 to 33123. That's TIP11 to 33123. I'm Todd Boyd, the Weather Channel with the Interstate Weather Update. East-West interstates watch out for bands of heavy snowfall along I-90 in upstate New York, all due to lake effect snowfall. So be careful out there. Also affecting a ride in Pennsylvania and far northeastern parts of Ohio. Elsewhere along I-90, we have that rain-snow mix in parts of South Dakota that does extend into Montana, mainly a snow event. And eventually rain snow mix again in Washington State with snow in the higher elevations. Look out I-80. We have some spotty snowfall that does affect your ride in parts of Wyoming as well as Utah. I-10 and I-40 in California. General band of rain. We also have some showers, maybe a rumble of thunder along I-20. All through Texas, also affecting I-10 in Texas as well. Don't be surprised it does extend into parts of Louisiana. We also have some gusty winds along your ride along I-40 through Arkansas and Oklahoma, as well as Texas. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice on the Road Dog Series 7146.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the phones. We're going to head off to Texas. John, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. I'm uh, to, Just a quick comment on the pushing this ELD attitude. You know, Obamacare was pushed in, and they spent years trying to throw Band-Aids at it, and now they're scrambling to try to remove it. I think you're going to find the same thing if something drastic doesn't happen with the ELD mandate soon. But uh, dispatch will always push us. They'll find a way to push us, whether it's, oh, just cheat on your log a little bit, get the load there, whatever you've got to do. My truck gets the best fuel mileage at about 64 miles per hour. When I take it to 70, I lose a half mile of the gallon. Dispatch now knows, okay, we're working on a time constraint. If you're driving to Texas, the speed limit is 75 and 80 on some places there, and you're going to have to drive the maximum speed limit, which is just going to kill me on fuel mileage. So, yeah, there's a chance that rates may go up, but there's a bigger chance that we're going to be costing or spending a lot more money on fuel because we're going to be pushed in a different direction now. Well, but, but wait a minute. It, it sounds to me like you're an owner-operator. I am. Why would you ever let somebody push you like that? Really, I just wouldn't do it. Well, the way I drive now, and yeah, I cheat. I'll drive my 64 miles an hour and save all my fuel mileage, and I may drive 12, 12 and a half hours a day. I would much rather save the money, drive a little over on my time, and and get the same thing accomplished that in order to do the same thing now in the same time frame or within the, to stay within the hours. I'm going to have to lose money on fuel. Well, hold on, because what you just said is 180 degrees from what you said before I questioned it. You said they were going to push you to do it. Now you're telling me you're making that decision to drive faster. I'm making the decision to continue to make the money that I'm making now. Well, rates are going up. And the way I see it for an owner-operator, rates Uh, are going up more than what you're going to lose in miles, even driving really slow. And trust me, I know all about driving slow. I did 57. Now, the one thing I always heard about, I was at FedEx for years, FedEx Ground. The one thing I always heard about FedEx, the other drivers complained, my God, they drive like idiots. They're all going 80 miles an hour everywhere. And this was years ago. And not me. I was the 57-mile-an-hour guy, slow and steady, Got the runs done because they they scheduled us at like 46 miles an hour. So 57 was plenty of time to get all the runs done I needed to get done. Didn't matter to me when speed limits went up to 70, 75, 80. I still drove 57. That's a business decision you have to figure out. You know, the hours of service hasn't changed. Only the way we're measuring them. And the way I see it, rates have gone up more than enough to make up for that driving slow if the carrier is going to push you i would just say sorry guys we're just not good business partners then i i know my numbers i drive this way for a reason i'm going to continue to drive this way and you know if that's not good enough for you there's a lot of carriers screaming for trucks there are brokers screaming for trucks there are shippers screaming for trucks there are so many up we had a great example earlier today adam calls a lot Adam's got an awesome business story. Um, His whole story, to me, is pretty awesome. He was in a run that physically could not be done under an ELD. He had been doing it for years. And and 
he worked hard to get that run done. It was California to Florida on a tight schedule. He saw the ELD coming, said, look, it's impossible. Can't do it under an ELD. And he started shifting, and I'm looking at his profit and loss. He's making more now than he used to. It's actually getting better for him. And he's, uh, it sounds like he's about to make another change to go to less miles and more money. Th- those opportunities are going well, to be out there. Gonna, maybe we're not seeing the rate increases because we're paid per load, and, and it, it's not a per-mile thing. But it, we're all about the time frame and getting the next load rather than covering the miles per cent, you know, per se, uh, so much per mile per cent or whatever. Well, it, it sounds like you're with a carrier that's still in that old mindset of miles, 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 miles instead of profit. You know, it, it, the, the carrier right now, whether that's the carrier you're leased to or if you become a carrier right now, this could always change. It always does. You're in the driver's seat. You get to set the rates almost today. They are calling and begging for trucks. And, and the mandate hasn't even kicked in yet. Remember, it doesn't kick in till Monday. Clearly, there's been a slow workup right. to it. But, and you know well, what? I'm, this could change. We could see a downturn in the economy, and then things could look a whole lot worse. But right now, they're looking pretty darn good. And I do believe that we are going to see changes in things. Changes in hours of service, changes in the way we do all of this stuff. Um, I, I think. Let me let me ask you one more question sure. on, on, along the same line because you mentioned, yeah, I'm an owner operator, and, and a couple of shows ago, I also heard you say this is a great time for the uh, getting your own authority. I'm a little afraid of of finding freight. I'm a little afraid of of stepping out in water that I've never been into. Do you think it would be worth the money going on the ELD or going or following the mandate? And getting your own authority still? Oh, I, I absolutely think so. 32 years in the industry, I've never seen a better time to be a carrier. And I don't mean just because of rates. That's one obviously very big part of it. But if you look at how easy it is to have your own authority today, you know, the, the, the technology is making it easier to compete against big carriers. You know, shippers want tracking well tracking's coming anyway we have elds everybody's going to be tracked so that's that's an, an equalizer the getting paid now is easy there's apps you know the the digital brokers there's there's lots of options that are making it much much easier to be a carrier than it ever used to be so you combine all the technology that's changing and the fact that rates are looking really good and the fact that if I'm going to have to have an ELD, I'd like to be able to one to, to be the one to choose the solution, not the carrier I'm leased to. At, at least I want some flexibility that I'll choose the, the, the way I'm going to do the ELD. So, yeah, I clearly think of all the years I've been in this industry. Well, I know you're, if, and, I know you're swamped. And, and Go ahead. I know you're swamped and you said that you're going to come up with an uh, online class, but until then, and, and I'm looking at something as soon as the first of the year, where do I start? Where do I even begin to learn this? Honestly, it, it what really... What I need to get my own authority, where it, I need to find freight, that kind of stuff. There's two things you can do. Um, I hate dealing with government organizations. I hate calling them on the phone. 
I hate filling out their paperwork. I hate the rules. I'd rather poke myself in the eye with a knitting needle than have to deal with most government agencies. So for me, I'd take the easy way out. There are tons of companies where you just pay them the fee. They do it all for you. I mean, they just they file all the paperwork. They tell you exactly what you have to do. That's one way. Some people go, well, I'm not paying somebody to do that. It's easy. And it, it, it's not that complicated. It really is as easy as just Google this phrase. How do I get my own carrier authority? And you will find four or five or six sites, probably more, that will tell you. Step one, fill out this form. Step two, apply for this. Step three, do this. It really is that easy. And then you just have to go through the steps of doing all those things, or you can pay somebody to do it for you. It's the freight I'm more concerned about. I mean, I, I can figure out the paperwork, but where do we start? I mean, do you just jump on Central Dispatch and, and start running with it? or uh, I, I really uh, Where do you start? I, I really like truckstop.com. I've also worked with DAT. I, okay. I, I would probably have accounts with both. I would probably go with like the dirt cheap account at DAT, their lowest level, so I at least have access to their load board. I would go with the... DAT, D-A-T? D-A-T, yeah. Um, Truckstop.com, I love their tools, their negotiation tools, their rate tools. I would probably pay for the... Well, for me, I'd probably go with their full-blown package. It's like 500 bucks a month, but I could make that worth it. They have packages that are like 150 a month, that still give you pretty decent tools around rates and some other things. There is freight everywhere. But here's what I would do. I'd have those two accounts, but I would start to target brokers. I would start in my own hometown or, or my home, home area. You know, somebody that's within 100 miles of where I live. And I'd start building relationships with one or two brokers in that area. In today's world, one broker at home can probably keep you busier than you ever want to be. And then I would start looking for... I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to come back to you. I I would start looking for lanes and triangles that I wanted to run. For example, if I'm going to leave out of Portland where I live, you know, I'd want to go to the southwest, then probably the southeast, then back to Portland. So I'd start looking for brokers in those two areas, and I'd start building relationships. And now is the time, because it's easy. They're begging for you. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Get into the fast lane with supercharged hard rock from the 90s and 2000s. Sirius XM Turbo, where overdriven guitars meet soaring vocals with an injection of rap rock. Hard rock from the 90s and 2000s. Sirius XM Turbo, Channel 41. And streaming on the Sirius XM app. Hello, truck drivers. I'm Carrie Hallett Paris, and I hire truck drivers for Walmart. Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time, flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one. And no-touch freight driving for an industry leader. 
Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. This is Edgar Hansen from Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch. When it's 20 degrees outside and we're fighting off 60-foot waves in the middle of the Bering Sea, that's when I need the most out of my engine. And that's when Chevron Dello heavy-duty diesel engine oil can be a real game-changer. I'm working with Chevron to find other game-changers, people who have discovered smart, new ways to do the same old thing. Are you a game-changer? Know someone who is? Share your nominee at chevrondello.com slash game-changer. Dello, let's go further. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have Free Prints yet, you've got to get it. Free Prints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the Free Prints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. You're premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days with more than 100,000 five-star reviews free prints is one of the world's favorite apps download it now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints the app is free and so are the prints no subscriptions no commitments just free prints go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints that's freeprintsnow.com if you got it, I'll bet just about anything that a truck brought it. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Serious. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go back to the phones. Talking with uh, John in Texas. John, you still with me? Yes, sir. Okay. So that's where I'd start. And then I would just start building my network of brokers so that I'm not on the load board every single time I need a load. I could still use the tools to know what good rates are. And this is all stuff you're going to learn over time. I know it looks overwhelming right now. But we're in a good position to build relationships. One of the phrases, and this comes from investing, that that I always try to live by, is the phrase that pigs get fat, but hogs get slaughtered. And it, it... what it's meant to mean is that, you know, if you're on a good run on a stock and you're making a great profit, you know, you can pig out a little bit. But if you try to be a hog, eventually right. you're going to get slaughtered. You're going to lose it all. That, that happens in business. Lots of owner-operators right now 
who went through a couple lean years and they always want to blame the broker, they're going to try to stick it to everybody right now. Well, you got to remember, this is going to turn right. around. So, yeah, you want to go in, you want to negotiate really good, strong rates, but you also want to build good relationships. So you don't want to stick it to everybody just because you can. Let me ask you this. Is, is the principal... Uh, point A needs widgets to go to point B, so you 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 take over that route, and then you start looking for point B widgets to go to point C, and then C back to A. I mean, is that what you're trying to build a chain of three independent uh, uh, shippers yeah. that I, I, need freight, and you're building your own route? Yeah, and it, it, it's probably not going to be the same shippers, although it can be. Sometimes you get that, but it, but at least brokers that are good in those areas. So I can leave Portland and go to Texas. And when I'm in Texas, I have a couple brokers that can always get me out of Texas to, you know, uh, Georgia. And then I have a couple brokers in Georgia that can always get me back to Portland. And what I think is going to become much more important under ELDs is to look at those routes and those lanes and those triangles and build lanes and triangles that work under strict hours of service. Whereas before, you could run all over the place wherever the freight was great at the time and make up your logbooks like we know we always did. Now I think it's going to be much more important to start looking at lanes and going, hey, wait a minute. Why in the world would I ever... Wa-? And, and the lane that I just described may not work out. I, I'd have to sit down and put pencil and paper to it, but I, yeah, I'd have to look at it and go, why would I ever want a, a lane that's 700 miles? I drive 57 miles an hour and I have 11 hours. So do the math. And then we have to, right. you know, we need about a 10% leeway in there. So I would be targeting 600-mile lanes maybe, or maybe even 500, so that the ELD doesn't have as much of an effect on me. So those are the kind of things that when you start running it like a business, building relationships, not, not gouging everybody just because you can, thinking about the hours of service and, and schedules and lanes, those are the people that are going to thrive. You know, lots of owner-operators are going to go out of business in the next year. And, they're, and it's going to be so sad because they're going to go out of business in one of our best rate environments ever. Because they just really don't know how to run a business. Okay. Well, I thank you for your time. Looks like I'm going to have to start doing some research. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to... Oh, I'm going to go to Ontario. Greg from the Christmas Group. Welcome. Hey, Kevin. Merry Christmas. How are you doing this afternoon? Merry Christmas. Wonderful. How how are things going at the group this year? Man, we are doing great. The elves have been working hard. We're all caught up on our nominations, and we're still looking for uh, nominations. We've actually extended the deadline till Tuesday at 6 p.m. for nominations. Wow. Uh, we're still looking for donations. And I, I've got to tell you one thing, Kevin. Your your listeners are amazing. You know, last last weekend you and uh, Lisa dug into your pocket and you you pulled out two scan gauges. They both sold within fifteen minutes of being on the air with you. And thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks to the people that bought them. We 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 love to think of that as a win win win. 
you know, everybody wins in this scenario, so it's just a great thing to happen around Christmas. And and you know what? Not only that, you guys dug into your pockets a little bit more. You and Lisa are angels. You pulled out two more scan gauges. One of them's gone already. There's still one more left in the store, everyone. Get it while you can. But you know what? I have a really special announcement, and it, and I think it really applies to your last caller, John in Texas there. I think this is something he would really benefit from it. And that's your new course. Stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Yes, we we have a uh, we have a live version of that course that is running right now, and we are launching another one in March. Um, I, I got to tell you, I've been teaching owner operators for a long, long time, and and drivers to become owner operators. You know that you've been around. Um, I, I love doing it, and I'm always looking for a better way, a better tool. This course that we are doing right now is just blown away all my expectations. People are getting so much out of this course. The comments, the testimonials, it, it's, it, it, it really you know, touches my heart the, the way people are saying it's like life-changing for them. And it's the same information I was teaching 20 years ago with some updates. It's just a better tool. It, it, this online course where we meet once a week, you know, it gives me an opportunity to, to work on what I'm going to teach all week long, to really focus on something. We have a lot of interaction. We have a private Facebook group where I answer questions. And uh, of all the years I've been doing this, this by far is the most powerful tool I've ever had to teach this. So we're excited about it. And you have an announcement as well. Yeah, and we're really excited, everyone. Kevin has donated two of these courses to our store this year. I mean, they're regularly $425. We've got two of them in the store for 375 You make a $375 donation, you're going to get the course, you're going to get a tax receipt. That you, you know, you can write it off. We are a 501c3 charity, and you're going to benefit from Kevin's knowledge all in one. It's a win-win, as Kevin would say. That's right. That's right. We're excited about it. That class gonna it kicks off sometime in in March when we finish this one. I think I'm only taking a week off in between the two courses. Um, yeah, I that, believe it's sixteenth. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, so you know, if uh, if you are even remotely thinking about ever buying a truck, being an owner operator, expanding your business, this course is for you, and we don't discount that price. And we have no plans. In fact, after seeing the response, I'm a capitalist, you know, supply and demand. If I were going to do anything in the next course, I'd probably raise the price. We're certainly not going to discount it. So this is going to be your one opportunity. I should have overcharged you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're interested in that course, this is going to be your one opportunity to get it at a discount. The Christmas group is discounting it, so take advantage of it. Uh, we really appreciate that, Kevin. I mean, we, we helped 12 families last year. We're helping to help even more this year. And everything in the store is changing daily. Uh, we got an OPS one in this week. It sold out in a, within a day. I'm hoping to get some more. I'm just waiting for Monday to find out. We've got those break-safe arrow loggers. I discounted them another $25 in the store. You can get a set of those for three axles for 125 bucks and 
Unless you've got disc brakes, you shouldn't be driving a truck without those. I'm saying that from personal experience. Yeah. I love that that hey, item. You know, let me say something um, about that pros- too, Greg. Let me, let me jump in there on the brake safe because this is one of my absolute favorite products. I love this thing. It should be on every truck on the road, but it's not. But it's it's really inexpensive, especially in your store right now. Drop dead simple to install. It solves so many brake problems. But here's where I'm going with this. I've been saying for a long time, you know, when you get pulled in for an inspection, everybody sweats the logbook because that's the one that, you know, they can, they'll get you if they want to. That's going away. You know, even law enforcement is saying, look, we're happy. We don't have to screw with logbooks anymore. It's all going to be electronic. Mistakes are going to be minimal. We don't have to. So guess where they're going next? Where's the other place they write the single most number of tickets? It's brake violations. Hands down, nothing else is even close. Well, all, those, all that time they've been spending on logbooks in the past, they're going to be looking twice as hard at brakes. Get a brake safe set with the AeroLogger. You won't even have to worry about it. No, and I say I, I hate driving any vehicle without those. Those things just take so much guesswork out of the game. You look at it, two seconds, yeah, I know my brakes are in adjustment. And with that arrow logger, you know, after running through the mountains, I can say, look, my brakes never exceeded that the whole trip. It, it's, it's unbelievable. Yep. Hey, hold that thought. The music's playing. I'm going to give everybody a uh, couple minutes here to grab something to write with when we come back. Greg will tell you how you can get involved. Great group. They've been around for a long, long time doing great things in trucking. And uh, we like to be just a little part of it every year. We'll give you that information right after this. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. I raised my ho ho ho. Free Wheelings holding Road Dog Santa auditions. It's Christmas time and we're looking for a Road Dog Santa. Call and convince Chris T that you have the best ho ho ho. You can be our Santa Claus. Give your best Santa rap and describe your Santa suit. It helps if you're fat and jolly, but you don't have to be. If you can do a really good ho ho ho. Santa's going trucking this year. Free Wheeling. Thursday, December 21st at 11 a.m. East. Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. This is Ton Ostergaard, Chairman and CEO of Creek Carrier, Schaefer Trucking, and Hunt Transportation. As professional drivers, you are the backbone of this economy and certainly the backbone of our companies, and we believe you deserve more. That's why we've decided on a pay raise effective January 1st, 2018. In addition, we offer industry-leading benefit package because your health and the health of your family is extremely important. Get more out of your career. Visit us online at creekcarrier.com. Take care and drive safely. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, 
Do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Long lines at the mall, tangled Christmas tree lights, and all that family drama. The holidays aren't exactly chill. So chill out this holiday season with Sirius XM. Chill. Down-tempo electronic and deep house. I like me better when I'm with Holiday Chill Out in progress on Sirius XM Chill, Channel 53. Or listen when you get out of the car on the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Bork for Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates say rain-snow mix along I-5. In Washington State, as we look at the north-south interstates, also dealing with some rain showers. In far southern parts of California, along I-5, I-15, some snow showers in Idaho and Utah along I-15. Also some rain showers in the deserts of California and that region. I-35, some widespread rain in Texas, also extending into parts of Oklahoma along I-35. Watch out for some heavy lake effect snowfall along I-79 in Pennsylvania, also affecting I-81 in upstate New York and Pennsylvania. More spotty, though, along I-87 in upstate New York. We also have some scattered light snow showers along I-91 and I-93 in parts of Vermont and New Hampshire, extending into Massachusetts as well. I-95, a stray snow shower cannot be ruled out from Maine over into parts of Pennsylvania. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers twice down the road, dog. System. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the truck trucking industry now now back to trucking business and beyond the show that puts the money where it belongs back in your pocket welcome back i'm kevin rutherford the number to join us 8888 road dog we're gonna get right back to the phones i'm going back to ontario uh greg still with me we're still here all right so, how does everybody get involved? Uh, it's real easy, guys. You just need to go to truckerschristmasgroup.org. From there, you can donate. You can nominate a trucking family. If you know of a trucking family in need right now, you've got a couple of days left to get the nomination in, maybe help them out with this Christmas. Uh, everything can be done right from the website. Check out the Truckers store. Uh, there's lots more products in there. Bruce Mallinson has one of his mufflers in there. Uh, we've got a tire inflation package, flow below wheel covers, and of course Kevin's audio course or uh, online course. That that's going to be. I want to see that sold out this weekend. That's my challenge to everyone this weekend. Excellent, excellent, fantastic stuff. So, is there a phone number if they need to call for some reason? Yeah, if you can't find it online, you want to get a hold of us. Uh, we man the phones pretty well 24 hours a day. It's 802-455-TCGO. That's 802-455-TCGO. Fantastic. And, uh, Greg, thanks so much to you and the group. We we need a whole lot more of that in trucking, and, and you guys are out there leading that charge. You've been doing it a long time, and we can't thank you enough. Well, thank you for all you and Lisa do, and uh, say there's only a couple of days left. We'll probably give you a, a quick call tomorrow there just to finalize things up. Perfect. 
Thanks again. Good talking to you. Merry Christmas. And uh, head on over there. Let's uh, let's have a big blowout on their website. Let's let's move all that stuff out of the store. It's a win for everybody. The stuff in the store, you'll never see it at that price. And it's all great stuff. It's all the stuff I talk about here. It's the companies that, that we work with here. They've stepped up to the plate and donated these items. You're getting it at a great price, and the, the group is just doing amazing things, helping families in trucking. It's all about trucking, always has been. So head on over there and uh, share a little love and joy. Let's get, uh, let's get to some phone calls. We're going to head off to Oklahoma. Scott, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Um, I've listened to you forever. Um, since you've been on XM and all that good stuff, and you're the one that got me to slow down. And for the last, I don't know how many years, six, seven, eight years, I've been driving about 62, 63. Um, got the ELB in the truck about a month and a half ago. Actually started running by it this week. Um, I've been making tremendous amounts of money. Uh, this year running my paper log because of the rates um, and being able to manipulate it to be able to get to the customers. But there's a couple things that I found out is you absolutely ain't getting the same amount of miles on the day. Uh, minimum, like take today, I'm going to have to pull up about 38 miles short than what I, you know, uh, what I could could have done if I, if I would know that I got that five, ten minutes where I can wiggle room, you know. Right. I ain't talking about blatantly cheating. Right. Um, so you got right. that. And it's, caused, it's also, it has made me drive faster to try to, because see, my customers still expect, you know, if the speed limit is 65 miles an hour, you should be able to do that speed limit. You know what I'm saying? So they're still, they're still going off of them calculations of, well, the speed limit's this. Oh, no, I that. know. You should be able to make so, it. And I'll, and I'll be able to make it, and I'm trying to keep the customers happy. Um, and I am readjusting my lanes now because now I'm going to go to Florida instead of running out to Arizona or California and everything else because it's just the way you're getting messed around in the reefer business, eh, that's where it's going to affect big time is, you know, taking 24 hours to get four picks on, you know. Well, um, and So I don't know how that's all going to stand out, but it's definitely changed. And I do like it, like the gentleman said. I've never felt more confident going down the road, you know, not merging over because I'm going to try to jam in or there's a four-wheeler getting on. They don't know how to get on. Yeah, you definitely feel more confident about, well, they hit me. I don't care now. I'm legal, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you know, it, there's no question it's going to change things. No doubt. And we don't even, we can't even predict exactly what all those changes are going to be. Like you said, your customers are still demanding. Well, of course they are. The mandate hasn't kicked in yet. We're still waiting. Yeah. I mean, so and I, this isn't an I told you so moment. Clearly it's not. But two years ago, see, aren't you're already one day and you're thinking about adjusting the way you do things. I said two years ago when they signed it into law, I said now would be the time to start running like you're on an ELD. Go get an app, throw it on your Pretty phone, so that, you know... So that, you, that, that's the point. I did, but for the last year, I've been running out, uh, running a nice little 500-miler. I come back to Wisconsin, then I run out to South Carolina and come back, and it worked out perfectly. Yeah. But about two months ago, that stopped. Okay. <laughs> and I was running that for like a year and a half, and I'm like, oh, I'm set up for this ELD well, stuff. I'm perfect, good to go. 
Well, you know, like they say, you got a plan, and life goes. Yeah, watch this. You know, so well, life um, life certainly does that. But, other other. Yeah, but but here's the Go other ahead. thing. I've all you know. I I just recommended three, but didn't recommend it. I I uh, in the class that I'm teaching right now, um, all three of the books that I have them reading this week are all about change. And it's because the industry is changing dramatically. But even bigger than that, when you are in business, if you can't adapt to change, you're going to die. Really, business is changing and always has, but it's changing even more now. And and that's, you know, if business were easy, everybody would do it. And we'd have to go find something hard to do if we wanted to be above average. If you want to be an above-average well, business, you have to be able to change and adapt quickly. And, and see, I, th- I see being a small company as an advantage. I deal with really big companies, I agree. and it's frustrating. Really big companies are kind of sure. like trying to turn a giant ocean liner around. It takes a long time for them to change. Little companies, we can change in a day if we have to. And if, you know, in an environment like this, the people who are going to be wildly successful are the people who are able to solve these kinds of problems. And I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not. Which I'm wholeheartedly open to. Yeah. No, and yeah. I'm wholeheartedly open to. That's why I said I tried this different stuff. I just got done running for the last month at the minimum rate at $3 a mile to the best rate at $6 a mile because they couldn't find people to cover the freight. I was able to still manipulate it. That's where I think there's a huge opportunity for your owner-operators that are 99 and older that are willing to take that risk to run non-compliant sometimes, you know, to get that load in. They're going to have a huge advantage. But I'm kind of looking forward to the fact of going, yeah, no, there's no way possible I can get it there, and I don't have to feel bad about that anymore either. Exactly. You know, when I was right. younger, it was always go, 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 because you want to prove yourself. Right. I'm old enough. I've driven enough miles. Where I don't want to do that no more. And now I can go, not only do I not want to do that, I'm not just a bad guy. Now I can point to you and go, look, now because of this, your product is not going to get there. Now you talk to the, the customer because it's not on me. It, it, and that's, that, those are the changes that aren't even here yet. That, that's what, you know, it's going to take a while for that to shake out. There aren't enough exempt trucks to make much of a dent. You know, sure, the, the guys that can cheat will. There's no question. Um, will it create an advantage for them? On one hand, yeah. On another, they're going to have a big target on their back and on their truck. Because for law enforcement, but here's- if they want to write a, a, an hours of service violation, they know who to look at. And I've heard DOT say that. Exactly. But here's the odd thing. For the last six months or better, I've been talking to the shippers and receivers and going, hey, what can we do to make this different? I'm half an hour early, hour early for my appointment, never missed it. And they just don't care. And I think you're 100% right. They don't get it. They don't understand That's right. what's they about don't. to happen. They don't. Where it's no longer, we can cover for you guys. Right. Right. Because they don't get it you because know, they've yeah. never had to think about it. Because they could hold sure. us at their dock for seven hours, and we would still get the freight where it was supposed to be like we promised. We cheated to do it. Absolutely. And that's on us. And that's, why I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, 
it's going to change. We can't predict every change that's going to happen. It's the whole law of unintended consequences. Two months from now, we're going to be talking about something that isn't even on our radar right now. We can't even see it coming. I just I want all your listeners to understand. I've run, run nothing but loose leaves for the last eleven years. Right. It's not that hard to run the ZLB. Rather yeah. simple. Um, it's and it is faster. And I've been running my paper log next to it to the point where I forgot to fill out my paper log because I just hit a couple buttons and off I go. Exactly. You know? um, yeah. When you go to stop, you go to off duty. Uh, you can still you, you ain't got to take up as much time. You can manipulate it within reason. You know. Right. Um, it's right. a real simple system. I, I got people in that, which is more a, a pretty expensive system actually. Yeah. Um, just for the company that I run most of my freight through. Yep. So to make it easier for them. Well, there you go. Yeah, it, it's an interesting time. Um, love them or hate them, I, I, I think the time to argue about them is over. I, I thought it was over a long time. I thought it was over two years ago. The, the time to argue about it. I was clearly wrong about that. But I've been telling people, stop all the fighting. Start learning how to make money with these things. It's a huge opportunity. Or protest it. It's a free country. If you want to shut down on the 18th, that's two days away, you should. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Hey, hey, it's Mark Goodman from the Big 80s on 8 and Volume at Sirius XM 106. The holidays are here, and we've got extra sweet deals on our employees-only site, and we're sharing them with you. Visit SiriusXM.com slash 2017 employees and check out some great offers on Sirius XM subscriptions and radios. Give the gift of Sirius XM to your friends and family, and you might even find something for yourself. Check out SiriusXM.com slash 2017 employees. Offer available in the U.S. only. Hello, truck drivers. I'm Carrie Hallett-Paris, and I hire truck drivers for Walmart. Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time, flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one. And no-touch freight driving for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. In clinical trials, Prevagen has been shown to improve short-term memory. Prevagen, the name to remember. Now available in stores everywhere. Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250A, C250E, C250Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, text for a similar offer. Message and data rates may apply. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. 
If you don't have dental insurance, get a free information kit from Physicians Mutual Insurance Company. Text the word TIP11 to 33123. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can text today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover more expensive procedures like fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. So you can choose any dentist you want. For a free information kit with all the details, text TIP11. To 33123. That's TIP11 to 33123. Road Dog Live with KC Phillips. Gonna be some great conversation. It's only gonna be that way if you join us on the show. Weekdays from 4 to 7. I'm Kevin Rutherford. There's still some time to get through. In fact, it's a little easier towards the end of the show. Our phone lines are usually pretty busy around here. But if you keep dialing right now, you might be able to get through towards the end. 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to get back to the calls in just a minute. Uh, I don't have the final details on this yet, but uh, I believe on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, I will be co-hosting the Free Wheeling Show with Chris T., I think we're going to do all three hours together. We're going to do a uh, kind of a future of trucking thing. So I know a lot of you hate when I talk about that stuff, electric trucks, autonomous trucks, digital brokers. Uh, Been a hot topic for me for about a year and a half now. Uh, Chris and I are going to spend some time on that topic. I'll be co-hosting with him, I believe, Wednesday. Um, I'll keep you updated on that, though. I'm looking forward to it. Let's get back to some phone calls. Let's go to New Mexico. Rich, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. ELDs now. Hey, there you go. It's coming, whether we like it or not. <laughs> I've been ahead of the game for three years now. In fact, I'm, I've actually sort of enjoyed the bitching and moaning and all the complaining and everything going on on Facebook and the liar's counter. It, it's laughable. And like you say, all of the arguments that they have, it's like, no, 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 that's not an argument. You just admitted cheating. <laughs> Try again. Yeah, you know, I had the same knee-jerk reaction to more government control, more government regulation. I, I am just anti-government, anti-regulation. I'm a libertarian, have been for a very long time. We could cut our government by 75%, and I wouldn't lose a bit of sleep. I'd be very, very happy. It's not going to happen. So anytime I hear of new regulation, I'm against it. Well, you know, I was against this in the beginning, and then I ignored it for a long time. And then when, when it got right down to it and everybody started arguing about it, and I had to actually look at all the arguments, I had to admit there really is no argument against ELDs other than you just don't like them and that one doesn't count much. It's like you said. They're not ELD problems. They're hours of service problems. I am, I'm looking forward to it. Monday does scare me because of what the other caller pointed out. These guys already treat 
the truck stop parking lot like a racetrack. I'm concerned at how much worse it's going to get. It, 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 it's going to be interesting. It's going 2018 itself. I mean, we, we know things will change on Monday, but it's going to take a while for all the changes to shake out. You know, will some people quit? Yeah, they might. They, they will. Uh, not nearly in the numbers we, you know, that they've talked about. But the other thing you have to remember, um, you know, look at the economy today. You, people have bills to pay. And the average truck driver is making 50-some thousand, um, some making much, much more than that. And it's just the truth. Most people are driving truck because they didn't go to college. They didn't go to a trade school. They decided to drive truck. That's their skill. Unless they have some sort of other skill, where are you going to make sixty to $80,000 a year? So a lot of them will be back. It's true. I'm enjoying the rate increase because I'm on percentage. So yeah, there you the more go. they go up, the happier I am. Good, good. I I need to pick your brain a little bit. Okay. Speaking of regulations and rules and whatnot, I have a buddy who just purchased a 72 white Freightliner cab over. Um, pretty nice looking truck for a 72. He's got a stretched out frame which i'm not a fan of it's 212 inch wheelbase single axle but what he wants to do is put a rollback on and basically turn it into a tow truck okay to because he purchases and fixes up cars is kind of a hobby of his question is is he going to require a cdl to register or well to drive this truck or can it be treated like a straight truck that is non-cdl required well, it's or does not, it all depend on it, weight and all that good stuff? It, it, the, the first thing we have to answer, because none of those rules kick in as far as weight, logbooks, fuel tax, CDL, none of them kick in until it gets identified as a commercial vehicle. So you said he's going to make a wrecker out of it because he moves cars around himself. Is he going to move cars for anybody else for money? No, it's all it's all for himself. So um, I'm sure he's willing to work in a gray area. He does this. He'll buy old cars. He'll go yeah. to various states and whatnot and pick them up and bring them back. And he tears them down. He rebuilds them. Does okay. what he does, and then he so, turns around and he sells it. So let's at that point. That is not a commercial vehicle. It's a personal vehicle that he built to move his cars around that he bought. So weight doesn't matter. CDL doesn't matter. It's just a personal vehicle. Um, you do anything he wants. He, he doesn't have, have to have. Now, insurance gets a little weird. I've been through this many, many times because I've registered a lot of vehicles like this over the years. Um, the insurance company, when you give them the vehicle, the VIN, they're going to say, but that's a commercial yeah. vehicle. And I've had this argument so many times. So insurance is a little weird. You just got to get through it. The other stuff is, and sometimes the license bureau. It's not that he needs a CDL, but they will try to make him put a commercial plate on it, depending on what state he's in. So sometimes you have to fight with them. But once you Uh, get... He might get lucky on that one. He might. He told me that the thing... 
currently has historic tags on it. Okay. And this is in Arizona, and they don't put those on commercial vehicles. Yeah. So he, it, some states it's of. easy. Um, Florida was no big deal. Oregon was a nightmare when I had to get plates. I ended up actually getting commercial plates here just so I could put the thing on the road. And it cost me a fortune. But So you just got to work those things out. Once you do, then you just go drive it around. Let me tell you one time he's going he's gonna to want to be careful. I rode with, and I've done it several times, I've rode with enforcement for the day. You know, just to see what they do and hang out with them and talk to them. When I rode with enforcement in Colorado, I was shocked. The guy that I rode with, you know who he targets? It's not truck drivers and semis. He targets guys riding around in, um, you know, dualies that are pulling, you know, tandem axle trailers with construction equipment on it, backhoes and that kind of stuff, because they are clearly commercial vehicles, but they don't operate like they are. So he writes tickets all day long with guys like that. Now, here's what could happen. And we pulled the guy over just like that. The guy swore. Oh, no, this is my backhoe. I'm moving it from, you know, this location over to this location because I'm doing some work on my own. And the, the law enforcement guy couldn't prove any difference, so he couldn't write him any tickets. If, if your friend gets stopped and a, a, an enforcement officer wants to look, he could look at, say, he, he might ask for the title of that vehicle. And if he can't prove that's his vehicle then the enforcement officer could assume he's moving it for somebody else, and at that point, he could be commercial. So if you're going to go the non-commercial route, then you either better make sure you're non-commercial or know. I, I know somebody in Florida. They were part of a race team. So they had a semi, and they were running around in a semi, no markings, no nothing. They got pulled into a scale, and it was pretty clear what they were doing. They were racing. Well, they figured mm-hmm. out that they made money racing. They ended up with $10,000 worth of fines. Oof. Yeah. Does any of this change if he hooks a trailer to it? Because that's nope. one of the things he's excited about. Is it has a fifth wheel and a pinto hitch. Nope. Doesn't and matter. And he wants to build... Okay. You, you can build them so as long. So he would long. just basically want to market not for hire or you, go safe and get a CDL, but he still doesn't have to log any of this because it's all personal use. You know, he the bought whole, the car for himself. The whole not for hire thing is kind of a joke. Everybody does. It's meaningless. Oh. It's meaningless. Oh, I didn't know that. You can put it on the side of the truck all you want. Law enforcement could care less whether it says that or not. They're going, if they want to write a ticket, they're going to try to prove that there's a commercial use. So if you put not for hire on there, but you're charging somebody to move a car, you're clearly for hire. You're going to get a ticket. If you don't put not for hire on there, but you're not doing anything commercial, there's no regulation that says you have to say not for hire. You just don't put any markings on it. It doesn't matter. But, but just make sure... That that you're not doing something commercial that they could prove. I always had to be, you know, a little careful when, you know, I had a unit that was 76 feet long. Tractor, trailer, smart car, um, you know, and it looked somewhat commercial, but I had no markings on it anywhere. I've seen it. 
Yeah, we were very careful. We never put markings on it. And, I, you know, it, technically they could say it was commercial because I have a business and there's business being done in that truck, but it, it's a real gray area. And as long as you're not a jerk when you get pulled over, you're usually going to be okay. As long as you're not blatantly doing something commercial. Stick around. We'll be right back with more stuff. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The Dave Nemo Show. It's not just about trucking. It's philosophy. You say that you would like to go back and do it all over again and do it differently, but then you might not be who you are, so therefore it's impossible to do it differently because if you did it differently, you wouldn't be you and you wouldn't be able to say, I'd like to go back and do it again because you wouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. The Dave Nemo Show. Traffic and weather updates every hour and news on all things trucking. Weekday, 7 a.m. East. Boat Dog Trucking Radio. That's the power of subliminal messaging. Drivers come first to sell it on trucking. That's why we make sure our company drivers are set for success with consistent freight, competitive pay, and a phenomenal support staff. Our top drivers average over $1,200 a week and drive top-of-the-line equipment. We also have a new benefits package and better detention pay for all drivers. Join Celadon today and be part of the team built to succeed. Call 866-836-9645 or visit driveceladon.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-C-E-L-A-D-O-N.com. Okay, everybody. One, two, one, two, three, four. Dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on the bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing on a sleighing song tonight. Hey! Shaquille O'Neal knows that to fill a neighborhood with holiday cheer, we need to sing together. And to keep a neighborhood safe, we need to work together. With the Ring app, you can now get instant security alerts from your neighborhood. The Ring app allows you and your neighbors to share and receive videos and post information, keeping everyone aware of suspicious activity in your neighborhood. It's kind of like Neighborhood Watch, but on your phone. That's exactly what it is, a neighborhood watch for the digital age. A neighborhood watch for the digital age. Wow, you're so smart, Jamie. At Ring, we're making neighborhoods safer, and that begins with you. To learn more, go to ring.com. Download the free Ring app right now, available in the App Store for iOS or Android, or go to ring.com to find out more. Owner-operators, does your truck need an engine overhaul but you lack the cash or credit? Is your bruised credit preventing a truck purchase? Call CAG Truck Capital. Good credit, bad credit, startups, and even bankruptcy. Qualify for your loan over the phone at 800-932-CASH. 800-932-CASH. For simple, no-hassle engine overhaul or truck financing, call 800-932-CASH. Get the cash for your truck at 800-932-CASH. I'm Todd Boyd, the Weather Channel with the Interstate Weather Update. East-West interstates watch out for bands of heavy snowfall along I-90 in upstate New York, all due to lake effect snowfall, so be careful out there. Also affecting a ride in Pennsylvania and far northeastern parts of Ohio. Elsewhere along I-90, we have that rain-snow mix in parts of South Dakota that does extend into Montana, mainly a snow event, and eventually rain-snow mix again in Washington State with snow in the higher elevations. Look out I-80. We have some spotty snowfall that does affect your ride in parts of Wyoming as well as Utah. I-10 and I-40 in California. General band of rain. We also have some showers 
maybe rumble thunder along I-20, all through Texas, also affecting I-10 in Texas as well. Don't be surprised if it does extend into parts of Louisiana. We also have some gusty winds along your ride along I-40 through Arkansas and Oklahoma, as well as Texas. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice on the Road Dog Series 7146. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Still about a half hour or so left to get in. It's a little easier toward the end of the show, so keep dialing. I'm going to get back to the calls right now. We're off to Tennessee. Todd, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks, sir. Uh, I agree with the other two callers earlier uh, about the truck stops and all. Run like crazy truck stop. I think another thing that's going to be is it's going to be a lot of people short-tempered. Uh, shippers and receivers going in won't expect to be unloaded and loaded, unloaded in 15, 20 minutes and all that and the other. It's going to be a lot of people getting upset about that. Uh, also, on the same note, uh, older trucks, you talked earlier about uh, these uh hooking up e-log and all that in an older truck. Uh, my brother-in-law was leased to a company, and they have a driver that's got a 2000 Freightliner. Uh, it's got a 99 motor in it, and they put an e-log in his truck, put the switch and all this, that, and the other programmed it, and he got on his first trip. It decided to shut the truck down. Well, they sat there for a couple of hours, and it Told him I'd go through and unhook it, and they unhooked it, and it's fired right up, and he had the same problem coming back through. So that, but uh, but, the company but, he's but, loose but to, hold on, let me let me address the company that. he's lo- let me let me address that. Oh yeah, because right now we've got dozens and dozens and dozens of devices on the market, and some of them are going to be just pure junk. First off, if the ELD was was programmed correctly, whoever manufactured it, it should not shut the truck down. ELDs are passive devices. They read information from the ECM. They don't send anything back to it. So there's no way for an ELD to shut down the truck. Now, what could happen is if you have a faulty cord, a faulty connector, and you start shorting across your ECM connection, yeah, that could shut the truck down. That's not the ECM's fault or the the ELD's fault. It, it's just a physical malfunction. Just like we've seen trucks where the, the ECM plug has been sitting there with nothing in it for 15 years, and it corrodes and shorts out and shuts down the truck. No, no ELD involved, nothing involved. That's just an electrical problem. That's not an ELD issue. So I don't want people running around saying, oh, ELDs are shutting trucks down. No, they're not. There's nothing in an ELD that would shut a truck down. It sends no information to the ECM. It reads it. But again, if you have a faulty cord, a faulty plug, a faulty ECM, plugging a device in, plugging our scan gauge in, 
could do that potentially. When a, when a technician plugs in to read the information out of your ECM, he could short something if we have a fault. So I just want people to be clear. ELDs are not shutting down trucks. They're passive devices. So, and that's the other thing. If a carrier wants to require that you have an ELD and they have one that will work with an older truck or a mechanical engine, then they can require that you have one. Well, that, that was the thing I was going to say is that he, the company that he's leased to, is he's looked at older trucks, older than uh, 99s, and he's talked to them about it. And they, uh, they refused anything older than a 2000. They're refusing to lease anything older than a 2000 on to them and all that. So it's kind of out of the question with them. Well, so and, that's and what last, let, me, let me address that. If I were a carrier and I were contracting owner-operators, I would have been very clear about this two years ago. When the mandate goes in effect, you can have any truck. I don't care. If I'm a carrier, I don't care if you have a 1965 Brockway. If you keep it in good condition and it passes a DOT in a inspection and it's safe and it's on time, I'd love for you to keep that truck. You will put an ELD in it. Because as a carrier, I'm not going to run two systems. I'm not going to have most of my trucks on ELDs, but I still have to keep a log compliance department around for a couple guys that are going to run paper logs. Carriers aren't going to do that, and I don't blame them. I, I wouldn't either if I were the carrier. Right. But, yeah, I was just going by what he had told me uh, last week when I talked to him at home but. Yeah, I've been on the e-law for over four years now, and at first I was skeptical about it and kind of nervous about it, but I've got used to it. I, you know, and uh, the last three or four weeks, I've uh, average my weekly average on mileage was well over thirty-one hundred miles a week, so I can't complain. Which is plenty of miles, and you know what? I have heard that in the last ten years that I've been talking about this. I've heard that hundreds of times. I didn't want to do it, but I was forced to. Now that I'm on it, I actually like it. I hear that much more than people who are forced to go on them and then don't like them. I, I hear more people say they actually like them. And I used to say, well, you know, I, I was shocked by that. But I've heard it enough times. I'm not surprised anymore. Right? That, that is the response from most people. They actually prefer it. Let's uh, let's go to Missouri. Mike, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, young man. Boy, am I going to tick off some of your guys today. Uh, well, I'm sure I've ticked off a few already, so you might as well join the party. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I've heard all this stuff about ELDs, blah, blah, cry, cry. But, you know, uh, this industry, since, since the beginning of the Industrial Age, there has been no group of people that has been better at overcoming, adapting, and prospering than transportation. It's just what we do. We always have. That's a good point. And ELDs are going to be no different. That, that's a good point. You're right. This, this is an industry, always have been. Like I said, I, I'm third generation. I watched my grandfather, watched my father, my brothers, my uncles. I, I was a, definitely came from a trucking family. And you look at the things that have changed, 
and the way you've had to adapt, and, and we always do, and the freight always gets there. You know, I, I, used to, I used to use a phrase all the time. I haven't used it in a very long time. Um, every time something like this comes up, whether it's speed limiters, the price of fuel, whatever everybody's crying about at the moment, the phrase, I, I need to bring this one back. No matter what happens to the price, to the regulations, whatever, the freight is going to get to the dock. It has to. We're, aren't we the ones that exactly. are exactly? Aren't we the ones that are so proud of saying, if we don't get it to the dock, the whole country shuts down? Which is true. That could be said of a lot of other people too. But we do say that, and it is true. So knowing that. This country's not going to shut down. I don't care what changes. The freight's going to make it to the dock. Somebody is well, going to... I'll give you... Let me give well, you let me, let, me, let me finish my statement. Hold on. Let me finish okay, my statement, sorry. and then I'll let you. The freight's going to make it to the dock, and somebody is going to make money getting the freight to the dock. Because if you can't make money, then nobody's going to do it. Something will change. I've always said... Either I want to be the, the guy making money getting it to the dock, or I want to help the other people that are doing it. But somebody's going to make money getting it to the dock. Well, you're exactly right. And, and uh, I'll give you three examples. If you're running in the wintertime and you get shut down for, for weather, are, are, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to reschedule the load. Yeah. If there is right. a massive fire or traffic jam, and you're going to be two or three hours late. There's nothing you can do about it. What are they going to do? They're going to reschedule the load. Right. And my God, think back to when we had the national 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. Oh, I drove under it. I know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, as the freight got there, everybody scheduled for it. The reason these guys get so upset about broker freight is the only people that are really worried about getting it there yesterday is the broker so he can get paid quicker. (laughs) He has no problem calling that customer and saying, look, the only way my guy can get it there safe and legal is tomorrow at 3 o'clock, not tomorrow at 8 a.m. Yes. Yeah. And those, you know, we think this is hard on the drivers, and clearly it is. I get it that the broker goes home every night and sleeps in his own bed and all that stuff. I get that part of it. But we signed up for this. We were the ones that signed up to drive overnight, live in the truck, eat at truck stops. That's part of the job always has been. So if that's the part you're whining about, you know, I, I keep seeing all these posts on Facebook. I want these other people, dispatchers and brokers, to have to live by these hours of service. And I want them to have to stay in their truck when they're third. No, they didn't sign up for that job. You did. So stop whining about that part of the job. That's what you signed up for. But if they believe that the brokers aren't going to be affected by this, you couldn't be more wrong. The brokers are sweating right now. Because they're the ones that are going to have to answer to the customers about why this stuff isn't getting there. I've got to get to a break. Good stuff. We'll, uh, we'll get to more calls right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This
listening to NFL Radio is like spending your week wearing a coach's headset. Analysts like Tory Holt, Ed McCaffrey, Jim Miller, Gil Brandt, and Bill Polian bring you closer to the game. Unless you have the rushers, you can't finish. And if you can't finish, you can't win these close games. It's that simple. Then Sunday at noon Eastern, it's like being on the sideline when we take you live to every stadium for the biggest moments as they happen on the Sunday Drive. 10, 5, touchdown! Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88 and on the Sirius XM app. The road to success is waiting for you at Landstar, the leading company for owner-operators for more than 20 years. At Landstar, it's always your truck and your choice of the loads you want to haul, and the decisions on where to run is up to you. Landstar also offers unparalleled team support and benefits, including percentage pay, fuel and tire discounts, appreciation days, and more. Keep moving forward on the road to success with Landstar. Visit them online at leasetolandstar.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Brandon Burchard. I have a tough but honest question for you. Have you noticed some people achieving way more than you and it really bothers you? Why are some people getting ahead while you feel like you're fighting so hard? You're good. So what's the difference between achievers and high performers? Well, I've got six reasons and a quiz for you. Text the word CHANGE to 642-642 right now and get a copy of my new book, High Performance Habits, and I'll give you a free $97 assessment. You'll get six scores that pinpoint why you struggle and exactly which new habits you should adopt right now. I spent 20 years studying high performers. My new book, High Performance Habits, reveals the difference between doing okay and living an extraordinary life. Text CHANGE to 642-642 to get my new book and take the free $97 performance assessment. High Performance Habits. That's my new book. You'll love it. New Habits, New You. That's C-H-A-N-G-E to 642-642. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. With news, traffic, and weather updates, we'll get you where you need to be. Exclusively. segment i'm going to get right back to the phone calls we're off to texas colin welcome to the program hey kevin how are you today good what's on your mind Um, one comment the uh everybody's talking about the elds and we've got them in the trucks and yeah they're a pain but what i haven't heard is you know they were talking about increasing our insurance limits 
And now we have the ELDs. Everything is recordable. Do you think that threat is going to go away or be minimized? You know, that's an interesting thought. Um, the The problem here, and I have never, I, in all the times I've talked about this, argued about it, debated it, I have never once claimed that ELDs will be safer. Because I don't think we can predict that. that there's, there's an argument to be made that, in the beginning, they could be less safe. We've talked about these guys that, that can't manage their time. They're running around like nuts. There, there may be more accidents. I think over time that when we adapt and adjust and maybe we even get some new hours of service regulations, I think over time there, there will be a, a, you know some safety that we gain out of this. I don't think it's going to be huge. Um, the the insurance market is driven much much more by uh, supply and demand and and other regulations. So I don't think we're going to get any big tax break out of this. In fact, in the beginning, it it could get worse because I think claims might actually go up in the beginning. The one area that I think you know there's a lot of talk about um, savings, but we're not going to see it you know in the next couple of years is the autonomous technology making everything safer. I, like I said, I normally don't buy new cars. I'm in the market right now because I just want to play around with all this cool new technology. And I was shocked that I'm running 10 and 12-year-old cars. I got an insurance quote on looking at a pretty high-tech new car. My insurance would actually go down, which, it, which just blew me away. So, but I don't think the ELD is going to drive insurance costs down. might even drive them up. Okay. Well, I was thinking what they talked about is having to go from the million to the three million or seven million. What whatever happened to that anyway? Uh, well, that's what I'm wondering. I haven't heard anything Me about either. it, and that's why I was wondering if the ELDs would actually help with that. Yeah, because that's different than insurance rates. That that's insurance coverage. Somebody was pushing for right. Um, yeah, that that's you're right. That's totally different. So let's think of that through. How would ELDs affect that? Um, I had to believe that somebody was pushing for it because somewhere along the line somebody was coming up short. You know, either. You know, accidents weren't being covered by insurance as, as much as it was costing people. Or, you know, it's very possible it was nothing more than an insurance lobby. Because if the insurance companies can get higher limits put in place, they make more money. Because we have to buy more coverage. So the, the problem with regulation is there's, you have to follow the money. There's always somebody out there pushing for it. And the only people I could imagine pushing for more insurance coverage are insurance companies. Right. Yeah, no, I just hadn't heard that mentioned, and I've been thinking about it, and I thought I'd throw that out there today. Yeah, well, here's, I I think if somebody tried right now or in the next year, that one would go down in flames. And here's why. Um, You know this. You're seeing it every day. People are screaming for trucks right now, and it's the little guys that do all the work. I mean, we can talk about big carriers all day long, but it's little guys that move 90% of the freight. And shippers are in a panic right now, 
And I think if anybody proposes anything that would be hard on the little guy, it's going to get shot down. Yep. Yeah. And what I one thing I wanted to say, the gentleman earlier that was wanting to get his own authority or thinking about it, I think that that is just something that they should do. Having trucks and having a brokerage, we're getting so much freight right now. It's absolutely <laughs> crazy. And what we're actually going to do the beginning of the new year is hopefully I'll be set up to be able to sell insurance. And I want to help carriers get their authority. We're going to sell them their insurance. And then I'm looking at leasing them a trailer, booking them on my freight. And then if we don't have freight coming back, finding their freight for them on the load board. So we'll be able to guarantee these guys that they'll be able to stay in business. And the insurance company, I have my truck insurance through right now, the agent, he won't book less than five trucks because guys with one to two trucks always go out of business. Right. And I told him what I wanted to do. And he said, Colin, I'll send you everybody I got if you can keep them busy and help them stay in business. So that's what we're looking at doing for the first of the year. You know, I think that's a great idea. And and I, I know your story, and I think that your timing couldn't have been better. Um, you put yourself in just an awesome position to take advantage of this. And, it, you know, it would have worked out for you either way. But it's it's certainly nice the way things are turning out. Well, and it's a lot less expensive for me to own trailers than it is to add to my fleet of trucks. And that way I'm spreading the responsibility to everybody else. I don't have the liability from a lot of guys being leased onto me. Yeah. And they get to learn the business. I'm teaching profit gauges. I'm teaching fuel gauges. Because I want them to know how to run a business. And that's my idea. Well, and that's... To train them and pay it forward for everything I've learned. That's what I love about your model. Because it, 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 that's, that's true, you know, capitalism at work. When you find a model that, that really does well for you but also benefits the other parties, we need more of that in trucking. Because, like I said, it's the little guy that moves all the freight. And, and the little guy just hasn't had access to a lot of those resources or they can't find them. Or, so anybody that's doing things like this, that's built a model like this, I just think it's good for the industry. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I got a lot of people already excited about it, guys that wanted to lease on. And I'm like, well, let's do it a little bit different. Takes a few more days, Yeah, but it's not a big deal. There you go. Good stuff, Colin. Hey, thanks. I want to grab one more call before I get out of here. Let's go to South Carolina. Ray, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, how are you doing? Good. What can I help you with today? Hey, uh, you're talking about the per diem and stuff, and uh, our company's getting on board with it, but the way they want to do it uh, is on our all our paid miles, dispatch miles, is take 10 cents from that and then give that 10 cents back to us tax-free. Correct. Yeah. That is how you do it. That, that's, so the example I always use, because the, the math is easy, is you're making 40 cents a mile as an employee driver, and it's all wages. Well, instead of that, we're going to pay you 30 cents a mile wages and 10 cents per diem. That, that's all there is. That's the change. That's how it gets done. We don't even have to complicate it by saying they're taking it away, they're giving it back. No, they're just, they're just paying you a different way. 30 cents is wages, 10 cents is 
per diem. That's it. That's how you do it. Right, because I get 48 cents, uh, 48 and a half cents a mile, so. Yeah. So you get 38, 38 and a half that's taxed as payroll, and you get 10 that isn't taxed because per diem is like a reimbursement. So if you drive through a toll booth and you hand that, you pay the money because you drove through the toll booth, but you give the receipt to your carrier and the carrier reimburses you. There's no tax in that. It doesn't show up anywhere. That's all per diem is. It's just a reimbursement for your meals while you're on the road. So your company's doing it um, the, the way it should be done, and that's, that's the way everybody should be doing it, and most are. That is the way it happens. I think if this tax law passes, we're going to see a lot more of it. I think all carriers are going to have to do this once everybody figures out what happened to the per diem in our tax code. For a driver to lose that per diem deduction is huge. But if the carrier will pay it, it actually becomes an advantage, a big advantage. So there is good news in this tax bill, even for drivers, if their carrier does it right. But if their carrier doesn't, um, they're going to take a huge hit on their tax return. Again, I will, uh, I'll stay on top of this. I'm going to do some reading tonight and tomorrow. If I see anything new in that 1,000 pages that jumps out at me, I'll let you know tomorrow. And if it passes this week, um, I am going to do some tax returns and uh, actually crunch some numbers for drivers, for owner-operators, making a lot of money, making a little bit of money, making the average amount of money. Um, in that way, we'll have a really good idea here pretty quick. It is going to be really important that you start using a tax preparer that understands the trucking industry because when this changes, it's going to change a lot. And there's going to be a lot of opportunities to either save a lot of money in tax or lose a lot if you're doing the wrong stuff. So stay tuned. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks for joining me. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work. And master the journey. Kevin Rothenberg. Trucking Radio. Drive a coach, coach. Sirius XM 140.